podcast time. Are you ready for podcast time? Yeah. I'm ready for podcast time. All right, podcast time, people. Uh, I'm going to go switch out of studio mode so that I can just guarantee this is going to work, I think. Um, brand new thing for uh, kind of 2020 sort of thing. I wanted this done like two months ago, but whatever. Um, so if you're listening to this as a podcast, uh, hopefully this isn't too loud. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Battle Science Podcast. I am your host, Stephen, a.k.a. A Boy in the Woods, joined as always by Jesse Rocket Admin J. Hey, yo. We have a brand spanking new episode uh, right before slash right after the new year begins, depending on the method in which you are listening to it. Um, hopefully the audio is working right now. Uh, I had to mix and master this thing in Premiere uh, a dozen times or so to try and make sure this works. So uh, I believe this is going to work out as far as audio level goes. But, uh, you know, let us know if it doesn't. So, um, good heavens, it is December 31st, 2019. By the time you're listening to this as a podcast, it is dis- j- January 3rd thir- Yep. or later, 2020. In the future. Welcome. To a brand new year with a not-so-brand-new Battle Science podcast. <laughs> we haven't changed much. But we have an intro now, as you might be aware. Um, we've got some topics. we got some stuff uh, to go over. Uh, we, 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 we put to put a little effort into uh, t- today's show, I think, uh, as far as what we're covering. Um, not that we don't put forth effort into what we cover each episode. Uh some episodes were more prepared than others. Yes. Uh, like last episode for Fusion. Weren't really prepared. Not going to lie. Uh, wasn't super ready to talk about Fusion. This time, though, man, I hope we're ready to talk about Fusion because that's what we're talking about. Uh, on top of that, we're going to talk about the move changes that happened a couple weeks ago because we forgot to mention that. Um, I think we were going to try to do it somewhere between the introduction or the special guests. And then jumping into fusion, but I think we just segued straight into fusion. Yeah, um, we kind of goofed. Also, it was one of the, another one of those weird instances where uh, we record a podcast, and then Niantic releases a Pokemon Go update related to PvP before the podcast goes live, and then Missed. the podcast goes live. Yeah, and it goops and it goofs. So uh, we're gonna be talking about the move changes and stuff here too. So, um, uh, yep, it was. Hope you guys all had a good holiday. Yeah, Christmas is over. Is Hanukkah over? I'm not sure. I don't know. I am very not well prepared with my Hanukkah or Kwanzaa knowledge. Um, but I think most of the holidays are over except for New Year, which is tonight. Tonight, as we're recording. Yeah. Um, when we hit, I think nine o'clock, if we run a little bit later, uh, if we run about the two hour mark, we're going to actually cross over, uh, East coast is going to hit new year. So, um, nine o'clock shout out to East coast. Yeah. Um, and also the couple of people in chat here in Twitch that are, uh, in Europe that are, are in other places around the world that are already ahead of us in the future. Yeah. 
What's it like from the future? It's probably not much different than now. Is it just as disappointing? It might be. <laughs> <laughs> hey, TMs are still by chance. Are, are TMs reworked in the future? <laughs> Do I get to choose my move yet? Do you think they'd push a giant update for like midnight 2020? No. Yeah, I didn't think so I, I don't want it. No. <laughs> no. Let's talk about what's already happening now. Already hap- Well, let's talk about what already happened in the past here. Uh, yes. Let's talk about the move rework. Uh, or somewhat rework. Oh, there's a lot. PokemonGoHub.net uh, posted a really interesting winners, winnings, winners and losers of the recent move rebalance, winter 2019. Um, hopefully this has a better-ish breakdown of some things, because I'm sure I have some opinions that are slightly different than what GoHub has. Um <laughs> I'm gonna Plus our personal experience from using I mean, I don't know how much practice you've got in, but I've seen the effects of some of these new moves and how they affect the game. I haven't seen overheat a whole lot, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest here. Overheat is a little underwhelming, uh personally. Um I'll have to throw myself into some three nine tails versus absolutely anything and see if my three nine tails with overheat can one, get to an overheat and two, perform well. So um <clears throat> Or I'm joking. I I just need more practice with. I want to get more practice with nine tails, and then I need more practice with overheat. Um, my other sort of base opinion right off the bat is return. Everyone's like, "Oh, return sucks. It sucks. It's bad now." No, it was situational before. It's situational now. It's just a different situation, and we're just not used to it yet. And I guess you know the biggest thing to take away from this whole rework was this is Niantic's way. <laughs> I'm doing a dance. I'm sorry. This is Niantic's way of getting people more amped for their upcoming competitive scene. Um, Go Battle League. Go Battle League. Yes. So a lot of these changes aren't just move changes. There were also changes in the way things like CMP worked. Yep. Things that made differences like now there's a lot more buff and debuff moves in the game. Yes. And switching is... Well, by a lot more, I think it's... The a couple of moves got added with buff debuff, and then a couple of moves that didn't have anything like overheat now have buff debuff. Yeah. So, but that plays into more of a role now into your switching as an element of conditions. Yes. Um. So key light the as the Go Stadium or the no Pokemon Go Hub. Let me get this right. Um. And, cor- and correctly attribute the right people here. Um. Actually, does this have a s- person? Trainer Volkner. Oh, yeah. Uh, on December 26th, 2019, um, via net. Uh, an update to charge move priority is determined in trainer battles. So rather than random or decided by whoever accepts or sends or however that works in as far past, as the yeah. invite for battle, um, it's now determined in a uh, charge move tie. Priority now goes to the Pokemon with the higher base, base attack. attack. So it's it's not it's it's the modified attack, I believe. So your IVs do matter to a degree, um, but it's not based right. on IVs. So if you have a victory bell versus victory bell, you both are going to have the same base attack. Yes. But if I'm running one with fifteen attack and you're running with thirteen, and we both go use use leaf blade at the same time, yes, I'm going to get it first because I have the higher overall attack. Yes. Uh, versus something where if I have a 15 attack Raichu and you have a, a 14 attack I'm trying to think of something with a high attack um, 
Sharpedo. Sharpedo. Um, just because your IV is lower doesn't mean that your attack stat is lower. Your Correct. overall attack stat modified with the IV is higher still. Yeah. So you would hit because first. Sharpedo has a higher base attack than Raichu. Yes. To to at least to my understanding uh, of how this mechanic works. Um, so it's one of those things that myself with my hundred percent Altaria. Uh, might hit first in Chia, uh, in mirror matches. In mirror matches, um, I actually was looking stats at it for fusion, and I think I, I tie once more versus the ideal Altaria, and I lose two less or something. I actually get more wins, but it's probably against sort of benign Pokemon mm-hmm. in an odd fashion. So right. Actually, one of those wins might actually be Altaria itself. In a mirror, yeah. Yeah, which would be weird. Um, but now it's not It's not so much a random roll anymore. Yeah. Now it's actually attributed to what Pokemon you're using. So I think it kind of favors... The biggest thing I know for a long time in competitive PvP was why run anything that's weighted in attack? Why run Grand Bull over another fairy like Wigglytuff? Now you're getting options with that opportunity to have the advantage for running glass cannons. Mm-hmm. Um, Jan, the real one in the Twitch chat, base attack plus IV attack plus move modified attack equals priority. So I believe it's just base attack and IV attack. The move modified attack, so if you get buffed or debuffed in battle, I don't believe that actually is taken into consideration when deciding the CMP tie. Um but I actually I have not to our knowledge that's how yeah, it works. I'd have to let me. Uh, do you do you mind doing a Google? What am I looking um, up? Do you want to look up the mechanic charge move priority mechanic? I'm sure King or somebody um, huge has done that research. I'm sure they did that research within the first week or so. Um, I myself am just bad at Pokemon Go and don't usually blame my uh, charge move priority on. Uh, or or on my losses, my losses. I don't blame on charge move priority. I just blame it on me being bad overall. So, um, also initially, I'm I'm just overall trying to get better and not like uber worrying about charge move priority because that's a mechanic that's something that um, can be used on a higher level beyond my overall level of play. I should say. Um, uh, number two on this list. Uh, well. Jesse's looking up that specific info. Uh, number two is an update to buffing and debuffing move mechanics in trainer battles, wherein the buffed and debuffed now reset upon switching out the particular Pokemon that has undergone said buff or debuff. So I believe uh, upon a, a switch out, um, there's no way to manually like switch out. There's no like eject button or um, whirlwind or something to... to uh, requires actually would whirlwind be an that's sort of an interesting hypothetical if there was what, a, a force swap a forced swap like a one bar charge move it would get nuts that'd be interesting but you could choose what you swap into it would forego the switch timer let's say i don't know that'd be interesting um so your buffs and debuffs just like in the core series games will switch um when you uh switch out for um, switch out between Pokemon. And when you faint, your buff or debuff on that particular Pokemon goes away. Uh, of course it would, because it's it's no longer eligible to battle. Um, 
updates to a few existing attacks in Pokemon Go. Uh, that's coming up in the later in the thing. Addition of some new moves, as we talked about, uh, and an update to move pools of several Pokemon, uh, and the return of legacy moves on a couple of Pokemon. So, um, uh, what's your? I'm not finding anything that gives me an answer specifically for buffer debuffs. Okay, we can take a look at that later. Um. So we've got the updates to existing moves. Night Slash, a dark type fast move. Uh, the energy cost, or no, this is Night Slash, charge move or fast move? Charge move. Charge move, okay. What am I thinking of then? What's the fast move I'm thinking of? Snarl? Snarl. Snarl get modified. But that was too. a while back. Was that about a while back? Okay. Um, Night Slash. Uh, the energy to co- energy cost to fire up a night slash has been reduced. Now it requires only 35 energy to be activated. It's uh, gross. Now it also has a 12.5% chance to buff the user's attack by two stages. It's a fairly small amount, but it's, you know, that's a... At the frequency you get it off. Yeah, that's a, a huge... Um, that makes Shiftery gross. As we'll talk about later in Fusion. And potentially in Timeless, but... Um, you got another. Is it a week? Is it yeah, the not even that. When is till it? Till the eighth. Is it till the till the eighth? Okay. No, you've got another week. Yeah. I you're mean, right. if you're if you're listening to it on Twitch, if you're listening to it as a podcast, you got a little less. Um, base damage has not been changed and is still at fifty, thus giving Night Slash an overall buff. Uh, used his coverage in PvP. Uh, due to not many dark types actually learning it, several Pokemon will benefit from an early damage window of Night Slash and the potential 2-plus attack buff. It's essentially a sword stance. Yeah. Um, the Pokemon Go Hub lists the winner of the Night Slash buff include Zangoose, Scyther, Scizor, Gligar, Gliscor, Primeape, Crawdont. Um, I think Crawdont's the big one. Crawdon's the big one because it already had, uh, was it bu- Bubble Beam and Crab Hammer? Yeah. So it has buff debuff moves already. Yeah. Um, Crawdon being more of an attack-weighted Pokemon, it doesn't perform super well in uh If you can get in a league. situation where the opponent doesn't have shields or you can save shields for it, yeah. it gets going. It'll be like Poliwrath with that power-up punch. In, in, a, in a meta where... Uh, dark type is allowed and water type is not banned but isn't usually a selected type it might perform pretty well um, just because of its uh, buff debuff um, but I think in a meta where water is around there's usually a, a decent check um, where Crawdon there's a- other most if not all other water types are going to perform better in a great league situation than Crawdon. Sizor is um, another one that'll be a great benefit too. Yes. It's got Fury Cutter. Fire that off with Night Slash. Uh huh. Attack, 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 buff. Attack, 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 buff. Yeah. Um, Scyther might also be interesting, but I don't actually know the move, overall move pool of Scyther. Scyther is pretty good. In a bug type. What if they give it to what's-his-name? I don't know who what's-his-name is. The rocket leader. Giovanni? No. Uh, Arlo? Ar- well, the Arlo's or the, For now, all their teams. Not. Yeah, all of their teams switched out. But if he um, gets Scyther back as his lead... With Night Slash. Yeah, I kind of wonder because um, uh, Cliff got um, Stantler, which I assume is just a holiday thing, so it makes yeah. me wonder when they're going to change that back. That's disgusting. Yeah. Um, Glyscore, another one that kind of needed it. 
Yeah, does it perform well in? If there's ice in a cup, it won't be there. I believe uh, Gligar also was performing wellish. Okay. Yeah, its moves, its uh, move, its its typing doesn't benefit it, but it as a Pokemon uh, performs um, fairly wellish. Well. Yeah, so um, I think your big winner there is Crawdon. So yeah. Let's get on to everybody's favorite move, this rework. Icy Wind. That Icy was sarcasm. Wind, yeah, Icy Wind received a slight buff in PvP as well, and it now guarantees <coughs> guarantees 100% guarantees to decrease the opposing Pokemon's attack stat by one stage. The energy, co- energy cost and base damage have not been tinkered with and remained at 60 base power with a 45 energy cost. So 45 energy cost isn't huge. Um, it doesn't do a ton of damage, but it does do enough damage that when unshielded, um, it Kill hurts. three quarters of Venusaur. Um, the winners of Icewind buff are a Pokemon that's not out, out yet, Kiram, a Dragon-type bo- Pokemon, a Legendary, that'll be out, I don't know, maybe in a couple months? Is that, does that help great? Is it within Great League? No. Pro- probably not. No. So Not even in boxes, I don't think that thing will be in Great League. Yeah. Cure him right now? Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it, bro. <laughs> Ultra or Masters? We'll take talk. A deep, take, a brief, take, take a deep breath. Forget about it. Uh, Cloyster. Cloyster gets Icy Wind. Does that help Cloyster? Yes. Yes. In, in Before, a, it was not relevant. In a, in a realm where... Um, There's one missing on here. In a, in a realm where uh, uh, Lapras doesn't get this move it helps yeah. cloister in, in a, a discount lapras cloister helps driftblim driftblim gets this well, i why i don't it'd be a fun anti-flyer it's a flyer anti-flyer yeah does it, it still has shadow ball i mean it's ominous wind yeah ominous uh. wind icy wind uh. i heard you like wind <laughs> passing wind that's a fart joke for those of you at home um, <laughs> there you go, kids. They call it a whoopee cushion. It's passing wind, uh, and then print. Oh, it actually is like a whoopee cushion. It's kind of like a whoopee cushion. It's a ghostly whoopee. If you sit on it and it farts, it's you. You're haunted. Haunted farts. It's not funny. I'm trying Quality to make. I'm content. S- staring deeply into his eyes, hoping that he'll laugh, and he won't. Um, not funny. Didn't, didn't laugh. laugh. Yeah. Uh, print plop is on this list. Uh, as a straight water, it's not available in t- uh, in fusion, which makes oh. me really sad. Because if Ivysaur has the poison type at 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 a second evolution, why doesn't Pramplup have steel typing at its second evolution? Point. I think it's the only second tier that has two typing. It'd be so awesome in fusion. Come on, it's yeah. not like they can change it now. So one but... of the reasons why we're excited about Pramplup is it also gets bubble beam. Along with Icy Wind. Icy Wind, Bubble Beam. I think it gets a steel move that's pretty good. Um, it's two fast moves or like... Bubble and Metal Claw. Pretty reasonable. So the fact that it's not available in some metas are going to hurt it. Um, the fact that there are other Water-type Pokemon that get Icy Wind that are just going to perform better than Prinplup. I guess in a Mono-type cut, Prinplup might actually perform fairly well. Yeah. Uh, because of its mono, its uh, move diversity. So one that isn't on this list is the almighty Icy Dong. Jesus, Dugong with Icy Wind. Legacy. It's a legacy. It's a legacy move. That's probably why it's not on this list. Is because Icy Wind is a legacy move on Dugong. Guess what I everyone heard was you looking like losing. <laughs> Guess what everyone was looking for right after this movie work. Icy Wind Dugong. 
Guess what? Ice shard, icy wind. Guess what a number of people were getting? Legacy dugongs. Um, It most certainly upset the meta within Timeless to a degree. Uh, It tilted Jesse. Yes, I was also upsetty spaghetti for sure because this moveset happened just before our remote league. Our, our our battle lab hydrogen remote league uh and so several people were able to get uh legacy dugongs uh and i didn't have a good uh counter to it other than mycelio which is also a counter to dragon so if it goes down by beating dugong i don't have a counter to dragon so that was rough um if i'm i am going to participate in one final timeless cup i'm most certainly bringing a response to dugong so um the the decision to not ban it within timeless when this meta when this change happened is potentially questionable but you know that's in the past uh but it is most certainly banned in fusion so we can all breathe a sigh of relief for that you okay yeah you're looking at me weird i i'm not a fan of dugong in this cup for timeless timeless yeah it, it flipped the meta way too quickly there's and lapras there's and then there's dugong there's going to be those people that are like, oh, well, there's answers to it. And it's like, yeah, if you have them. I built my team originally around, and that's the next thing we're going to talk about, Hydro Cannon Swampert, because at the time that Mud Boy was king. And then they go and drop Hydro Cannon. And here's the thing. One of the more popular metas for Timeless right now is either Double Dragon or Double Ice Water. No one is going to run the correct counters in every scenario because that wouldn't, I mean, there was one opponent I came up with in my timeless cup who was running double water, double grass, which is crazy. You incredibly limit yourself to your availabilities. And I think that's one of the things with these cups. It's just when Dugong can trade with almost anything in this cup. And when I say trade, that means one for one, whatever it goes up against, or have to force you to swap out to get rid of the debuff, which, oh, by the way, as soon as you get that next one in, it's going to have another Icy Wind ready to fire. It's If it's supposed to be a clone of Acid Spray, make it a clone, not better. And I don't know. I, I'm, I'm salty on it. The Icy Wind has made me very sea salty. And... I do not like it. I do not like it, sir. I would love to hear Sylph's reasoning for why it got to stay in Timeless. If it's because they think there's enough things that can check and balance it, I would love to hear what those are because I've tried, and I think just by my grace of knowing how it works and my practices with some of our friends, I was able to find a way around it, but it cost me my weighted tournament. It's a place kid in Infernate, my dude. I know, but even then, it Which, trades. Yeah. It yeah, and shouldn't in, and trade. In, and in those instances, the, the fact that you have to dedicate the starter Pokemon on your team as a counter to Dugong and only Dugong. Why? Well, a water ice in general, because everyone has one. Yeah. It's, it's then, it, it originally, we were looking at Swampert, and then everyone was running Venusaur, and now, if you're not running Infernape or um, Blaziken, you hurt yourself. So. Even Meganium loses to it. Yeah, I feel it. Again, my only my only answer within our our battle league was um, Celio. Celio, 
And that's only because of the body slam spam. And even then, I have to I have to lose the Celio. I can't even swap out into another Pokemon. Safely, no. Safely to be able to finish it off, I have to get down to five HP with my Celio to win against the Dugong. And, and even then, then it's already then, just double but debuffed. And I I can't even get another body slam off. And if you do, it just sits there and laughs at you. Yeah. So um Another sort of a question beyond Sylph is just Niantic. Why is this still legacy on Dugong? If this is going to be this powerful, then make it not a legacy move. Yeah, you're showing us that you can bring legacy moves back. Just open the door. Yeah, this is going to be... So we're, we're nearing up on a chance to get a legacy Lapras again. Um, like, why not, I don't know, remove the fact that it's legacy? There's I guess no FOMO. Reason. There's yeah. no reason it's legacy. There's no reason that they should be legacy. I don't see why you can't TM them. Because we already have enough TM issues. we. I guess. I don't know. But kind of going on to the next one, Hydro Cannon. Hydro Cannon. The first nerf on this list. Hydro Cannon's base damage re reduced from 90 to 80 in PvP only. Out of the three starter Community Day exclusive moves, Hydro Cannon was always the strongest and continues to be in PvE. However, with its base power now being slightly nerfed in PvP, it makes Water-type starters a little less threatening. I believe this ties it with um, Frenzy Plant and... Uh, Frenzy Plant and Blast Burn, but I'm not 100% sure as far as damage. Does this tie it up with the other two? I always I always assumed that their overall damage and energy costs and everything were more or less the same because they, that's, I mean, that was my assumption is that they're basically just different type clones of each other. I'm loading the game to look. Um, but I guess it wasn't. Cool I guess Hydro Cannon burn. was a little bit more damaging. So that is, it's 10 damage, which is... I, I I don't want to say a lot. It's a nerf, sure, but it doesn't seem like all that much. But uh, it's just like you were saying with the return and frustration earlier, how the big people in the industry will say, "Oh, that move's terrible," and just everybody just goes with that. Uh huh. Yeah, you've got to recognize the mentality. Yeah, you've got to recognize that it was situational before. It's still situational now. Maybe it's a little more restricted. But also recognize that the situations that it is useful in have also changed. So um, it makes Hydro Cannon less of a jack-of-all-trades of just straight damage, per se. I mean, you still have Stab, so that's helpful. Uh, in the game, it's showing me uh, Frenzy Plant and Blast Burn mm -hmm. are 110 damage in PvP. That's weird. And then Hydro Cannon is 80. So it's less anyway? Interesting. I didn't realize it was less overall. I think it's less energy to fire off. Oh, interesting. Huh. Yeah, because this says, out of the three starter community exclusive moves, Hydro Cannon was always the strongest and continues to be in PvE, but that's in parentheses, so then it was stronger before. I wonder if that is just because it gets off quicker. I mean, I don't know. I can Swamper was really, really, really dominant with that moveset. Uh -huh. Blastoise was kind of better with it, uh -huh. but now it's just kind of meh. Um, let me do a double check on the game press, I think. On the game press side? Yeah. Do you want me to continue on to the next one? Um, Sure, it is. So biggest losers of that were Blastoise and Swampert. The only other ones that currently know that move would be Feraligator, and Feraligator got Ice Fang added to it. 
Was that um, in this update or was that previously? Yeah, that okay. was in this one. So the next move that got nerfed was Frustration and Return. The move that you get from either not purifying a Shadow Pokemon or purifying a Shadow Pokemon and then getting Return and replaced. They decided to nerf Frustration and Return in a pretty major way in PvP only. And the once low energy gaining cost move, now requiring a significant 70 energy to fire off, is more or less making it a Hyper Beam clone. The biggest losers of that are going to be the whole, and I loved all the trains that were like, the people that needed to get the Shadow Sand Slash low enough to use it. Bayonet, I never really considered. Gloom was definitely a big one. Venomoth. I'm not so sure on Venomoth. I think it's more still people want it for the Poison Fang. It was a niche move in its move pool. And then one of the big ones for this cup that I know I was kind of upset about was Dragonair losing the ability to benefit from return. I know a lot of people are like, I know like one of our spicy friends here in the Discord, Jim Corn, was saying you could still use Rap. Yeah. Or I even think he was, keep Return. I think he was continuing to use Return and yeah. was like baiting people out with it. Yeah. Um, so, which works, but you know, it is what it is. Here's my th- thought on that whole thing is uh-huh. if they killed return and frustration, what's the point of doing shadows other than looking for shinies, looking for shinies, but in the, the, um, shadow leader form. in the leaders. Yeah. I don't know because the whole reason I would go after purified Pokemon mm-hmm. was so I could get return. You on get, things and good IVs. You get cool badges, though. <laughs> you get a pretty big eyes roll from that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't... Yeah, I think that there needs to be either a better item incentive um, or... Because I was really maybe, looking forward to getting more Return on rare, Maybe more rare Pokemon. Also, the Purify cost is kind of dumb. Yeah, that it so used let's, to be. Let's wh- run the math on that for real quick for that special research for every month for oh, these yeah. leaders. If everything has a base of what is it, five thousand purification, three thousand. Three thousand is the uh, most common purification, at and this you point. have to do that fifteen times. You're looking at 45,000 40, 45, dust per month for to get a bird that's potentially garbage. Yeah, it's not guaranteed anyway, which is, like, why is this not guaranteed? Why is this not even guaranteed minimum of 10, like, uh, raid bosses or yeah. eggs? Yeah, my Shadow Articuno from the first one? Yeah. Zero five five. Why? Why is this a thing, Niantic? But I can purify it and make it a zero ten ten. Yeehaw. Not zero ten ten? No, it still gets two ten ten. Two ten ten. Or no, it gains uh, two. Two. You, was it uh, or eight, eight? Zero seven seven. Zero or se- or two, two seven seven. seven. Jeez, I can't is that move. still under Great League? Is that worth it at all? No. I mean, you can get because great... it boosts it to level twenty four or twenty or whatever. Oh, which puts it above. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pointless anyway. Wow, that's bad. That's real bad. Yeah. I mean, we. I mean, I kind of knew it was bad before, but yeah, it's it's bad. Um, Sorry, Niantic. I'd rather use my forty five thousand Stardust for PvP. Uh, I think. Yeah, I think Rocket Battles. Rocket Battles really cool initially. Um, and I think they do still have a a, a level. It's a of, great way to get Pokemon that you don't normally see. Yeah, um, I think it's 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 a cool mechanic. It's a cool way to have more uh, a more diverse PVE uh, mode, like game mode, a quote unquote game mode um, within Pokemon Go. 
because if I want to just go out and do battles, like I want to go out, catch Pokemon, hatch eggs, and do battles, and I don't have a raid group, I can go out and look for Rockets. rocket battles. But there's almost no reason reward-wise besides, what do you get for items for it? I think you get a couple like potions and revives. Yeah, but you use those revives battling them. <laughs> yeah, you do initially. Yeah, you do that initially. So, and that's one of those things of like, okay, so if trainer battles don't don't hurt, but raids do, or raids can faint and weaken Pokemon, and Team Rocket battles can faint and weaken Pokemon. I, mean, I think we should just be counting our blessings that <laughs> that tr- PvP battles don't cost resources. True. <laughs> Who knows what the Go Battle League is going to do? As long as I mean, if it uses the same. Uh, Player versus player in player versus mechanic. player mechanic. So far, you won't have to worry about it. Um, oh, five hundred is it? Five hundred dust per two. Like when you get that's oh, right. yeah, the, five, it is five hundred. You get five hundred dust for every rocket battle as well. Do you get more for the leaders and Giovanni? I don't think so. I don't remember. I don't know. I actually haven't fought Giovanni yet. I'm gonna wait until literally a couple of hours. Oh, really? Have they changed it? Well, look at that. Oh. Maybe they listened. Oh, so it's uh at least January's research only makes you purify five Pokemon instead of fifteen. That's nice. I wonder if and they heard may- everybody just like no. <laughs> maybe a Unova stone. Well, I know a couple of our friends have been really trying to get the Sinnoh stones. I mean it took uh Heart of Sword and myself. Uh-huh. I think I battled him twenty times before he got his first stone. Jeez. And that's 20 separate days of three rounds of PvP. I'm going to use one of my most overused quotes now. I used the stones to destroy the stones. You're fired. I will. I have too many Sinnoh stones at this point. I should probably trash them. See, that's the thing, too, is people like us that are doing PvP are like, yeah. oh, we don't need these Sinnoh stones. And then there's the other players Because there's out literally, there. what, six Pokemon that require them? Yeah. If that... Why? Why I is think the biggest... why is that a why is that a mechanic? Why are there Sinnoh stones? Why not just make it like every other Pokemon and make it a candy requirement? I mean, there's still candy. Then why even have a candy requirement? No, it for... is just a stone. No, it's a candy requirement too. Is it candy and it's a stone? candy and a stone, oh. which is dumb. It's big dumb. <laughs> now I get I I I understand that in some instances. No, it doesn't even the the the. The two evolutions within Sinnoh don't even use the Sinnoh stones. They use lures. They use lures, which is creative, and that's cool. But why have these dumb stones? Because initially those Pokemon in the Core Series games required an item to be put on them and then a trade. Just eliminate the stones. Just make it a candy requirement. I think at this point we're changing. Yeah, but still, I mean, yeah. Yeah, we're harping on Niantic, which sometimes it's rightfully deserved. <laughs> I bet they don't even listen to us. But I mean, I mean they do listen to Go us. Go Stadium's cool, listening. So. Oh yeah. But it's one of those Thank things you, of like Thank you by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we're wanna, not game designers, but we're going to complain about your product. I feel like I need to furiously need dough to get the fr- frustration out. <laughs> I need to make that pizza crust. We need cross. to get Steven one of those stress balls. Yeah. Um, get him like a Pikachu or Jigglypuff that he can sit there. Give me a little. Give me, give me a Pokeball. Give me the Pokeball. Give me a Ditto. Give me Ooh. a Ditto stress ball. That'd be cool. Ditto putty. Um, give me a sec. Hold on. The dog is chewing his bone literally on right on stand. my right on my mic stand. Um, so I have the stats for Hydro Cannon, 
Frenzy Plant and Blast Burn. Okay. Um, which I looked up a little bit ago, but mm, tangents. Um, so Hydro Cannon does the lowest amount of damage at 80. But it's... Um, Energy cost. Get off my mic stand, dog. Dork. Um, he's just put his paw where he's resting his bone on top of my mic stand. Um, so the base power is 80. Its charge energy is minus 40, so it's, it is the lowest cost, and we'll get into the numbers in a sec. Its damage per energy is 2.0. So Frenzy Plant has a base power of 100, a charge energy of negative 45, with a damage per energy of 2.22. So it's slightly better, I think, now than it was before. I think it's now, I think, the best statistically um get the dog on stream yeah i would he's our hr manager uh you'd hear bone crunching not like the snapping of bones but he's chewing on a bone right now his christmas present yeah it's uh filled with peanut butter which makes it very desirable he's going for dogs nuts for it um there's a joke there um <laughs> um <laughs> so now blast burn has a base power of 110 an energy cost of 50, so the negative 50 charge energy, so, uh, and a 2.20 okay. uh, damage per energy. So just a hair behind Frenzy Plant. Um, so it's, in order, fastest firing hydro cannon, Frenzy Plant, Blast Burn. Yes. Damage, reverse that order. Yes. So Hydro Cannon was already, it, was, it went from 90 to 80. So it was still damaging but it was it was less so at a lower cost. Yeah, hydro so I think cannon just, was so OP. I think they're just. If anything, it makes sense numbers. for them to do that because water types are all naturally super tanky. Yeah. So they can survive that extra damage. Yeah, it's. A, I think it's you know a, a general tweak of the numbers. I don't think it's a heavy nerf. I don't think that makes Swampert any less viable. I think you just need to be better about your energy gain resources. Yeah. Um, under tap. Although some people will probably tell me that under tapping doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> um, manage your tapping, I should well, say. If I would have recorded our match with Bryce the other day, I could have told you about under tapping and how he was off by one auto attack. Oof. And I think it's because people pause when they see the switch in or the, the lag. Uh-huh. Don't ever stop tapping. Yeah, Blackshin says uh, under tapping doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> I think just managing your tapping so you're you're able to hit that charge move. Yeah, and right when sure you get you, it. Yeah, rather than know uh, your having animations, to, having to wait for one more animation. At least that's my understanding of of under tapping, and it's so, probably the wrong. Definition. Next on that list is mud to slap. Mud slap, slappy mud. Uh, receiving an increase in base damage in both P- PvP and PVE. Mudslap now does 18 damage in raids and gym battles and 11 damage in PvP. I don't know what it did before. Several Pokemon like have eight. benefited from this slight buff. Major winners include Excadrill, Rhyperior, Golurk, Donphan, and Gastrodon. So Gastrodon actually coming up as one of the top premier body slam jammers in Timeless. Mm-hmm. I've seen a couple people use it, but in most of the tournaments I've gone to in person. In time? Is it available in Timeless? In timeless? <clears throat> is yeah, it available in Timeless? Okay. Or gen, yeah, Gen 4. Okay. 1 through 4. But it's also available for uh, Fusion. Fusion. 
that and Celio, the Slam Brothers. Fusion <laughs> Frenzy. Oh, you're terrible. Ah, oh, that's a uh, it's a day one original Xbox game. I, I love know. that game. It's uh, Discount Mario Party. Loved it. Don Fan, also another great one to get the buff. Mm, uh-huh. Although it also has Charm. So it's one of those things. Charm like, is... Do you run our charm? Don Fan is like one of the Swiss army knives of Pokemon. Do you want, do you, do you want, to, you want to Charm? This big elephant is like, hi. <laughs> hey, you guys. Excadrill, another great one to get it. Uh, Golurk I haven't been too impressed with. I love Golurk's concept, but... Oh, it does not like ice. It does not like water, and it does not like grass. Yeah, but boy, howdy, is it ghost? Spooky, spooky, spooky mech. Um, Excadrill. I don't think we've seen a meta for it to really shine yet. I think fusion. It might just because of the prominence of ice mm-hmm. and all the steel. Okay, and it being a steel, steel ground uh-huh. with decent attack. Next on the list, sand tomb. Uh, a move that you probably didn't know even existed, Sandtomb, <laughs> until now. Rip. Only available to a very select few, not fully evolved Pokemon. However, with the latest move shakeup, Sandtomb receives a buff in PvP only and can now be learned by a few strong Pokemon. In PvP, Sandtomb is now uh, is a low energy costing, 35 energy cost, which is significant, low damage dealing, 25 base power, charge move that is guaranteed to decrease the opposing's Pokemon attack by one stage. In many ways, it is like a debuffing power-up punch. Yeah. The winners of the Sand Tomb buff include Fortress, Torterra, Gliscar, and Garchomp, if you have one. So in this list, I think Torterra is probably my favorite one. Yes. Because you blend that spicy combo with it having Frenzy Plant and Razor Leaf as a fast move. Mm. Those Razor Leafs are just going to start hurting more and more. Yeah. Well, it's an attack debuff to yeah. the opposing, so you're going to survive a little bit longer, which I think in some cases Torterra needs because of the the ground addition to its um, its typing gives it an additional weak weaknesses that um, and a neutrality to I believe a neutrality to water, correct? Um, which is unfortunate. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Um, Fortress is jump. also interesting as well because Fortress was already a high performing Pokemon to begin with. So I'll be right back. Okay. Um, Fortress is also an interesting one because of its performance in previous cups, uh, such as, I believe, Jungle, and what else was it available in? It's the one right after Jungle. Yeah. What was right after Jungle? Because I remember it being it, it being meta-relevant in two consecutive metas, and I don't remember what. Yes, it was Rainbow. Yes. Blackshin, you got it. Jesse's got me got my back covered, too. It was Rainbow as well. Performed fairly well in Rainbow. Um, Sandtomb, let me, can I check, can I click this button and see what its moveset is? Ooh, it's got 3D models and everything. That's neat. Uh, moves. In go. Uh, heavy Slam, Earthquake. No, hold on, Charge Moves. Earthquake, Heavy Slam, Rock Tomb, Mirror Shot, and Sandtomb. Um, uh, what was its? Probably Rock Tomb Earthquake, I feel like, or potentially Heavy Slam for Rock Tomb, like meta moveset wise. Um, Sand Tomb's definitely a step up for it, just for the sake of um, the debuff as well. Um, the bulk that it had in previous metas, um, and it's just sort of advantage type advantage, definitely puts it 
in a advantageous position. So um, we'll have to see if it comes back in a meta. Um, Fortress comes back in a meta where it's going to be uh, fit to perform well um, and then how that Sand Tomb helps it. Um, I can't see it helping because it is a debuff move. And we've seen how... I think we'll get to it at some point. It might even be next. It's not next. Um, where is the buff? Overheat. No, Draco Meteor. Sagopus. Close combat. Octazooka gets added. And Kingdra got Octazooka. And for Timeless, that helps it a ton. Um, so um, the Octazooka and the debuff to attack, I believe. Um... It's not a guarantee. I think it's like a 30-ish percent, um, and we'll get to it in a little bit. Um, but it's all overall performance really helps it as well. Um, so, um, uh, boy, this is taking a little while. We should probably hustle. What's up? You good? I may. I'm always thinking about my sales. Oh. I'm nervous. You may have what? So He's got a grin. Yeah. I would just like you to know that Stephen has micro macaroni bandages upstairs in his bathroom. Oh, like macaroni and cheese? Yeah. Those aren't mine. Those are my brother's. I might have taken one. Go for it. I do not care. That is the bad roommate that I was talking about earlier. They're mac and cheese bandages. Yeah. He also had down like Power Ranger bandages or something. Or no, <sighs> bacon. He like bacon bandages or something at some point. Let's make breakfast. Yeah. I don't know. Um, we're like 45 minutes in and we're still talking about the move stuff. So no, I know, that's what I was trying to go through. Them. Hustle and bustle. Uh, earthquake major buff benefiting several ground types, uh, come in the form of a base damage increase to earthquake in both PVE and PVP earthquake now does 140 base damage in raids and gym battles and 120 damage in PVP. This upgrade has now closed the gap between earth power slash drill run and earthquake users. And it's, oh, excuse me. Um, uh, it, and has made the later move, ladder move, climb that ladder, uh, more viable than before. The major winners of Earth the Earthquake buff include, surprise, surprise, in PvP and PvE, Groudon, Garchomp, Swampert, and then in PvE, Rhyperior, Dawnfan, Golem, uh, and in PvP, Gliscor, Steelix, Quagsire, and Meganium. You know what I've learned tonight? But Someone in that department really likes Gliscor. Oh, or they looked at Gliscor and it's like, this needs to be <laughs> drastically better. Um, there ever a Pokemon that you look at and you're like, I really don't want to evolve you right now. Because <laughs> you're not probably got Gligar. It's probably also Sneasel. Gosh, we vile at fifteen hundred is just uh, difficult to get. Yeah. Um, at a good IV, um, because Sneasel initially comes out with just fairly high at his stats. Yeah. CP like, but it's, I mean, this event has been nice if people have been looking for true, them to find them. but it's but even then, it's CP like maximum in the wild spawn is like high, yeah. So, um, overheat has been tinkered with in the world of PvP only, not necessarily a direct buff, but overheat now charges up faster, 55 energy cost, with a slight reduction in base power, 130 base damage. <laughs> uh, the primary caveat, however. As upon using Overheat, the user's attack will be reduced by two stages. This benefits several PvP Pokemon that can now charge up to Overheat much faster, do enormous damage, and then swap out to negate the attack debuff. 
The winners as a result of the overheat buff include Charizard. If you don't want to, if you want to run double fire or you want to TM off of blast burn, which how Typhlosion. If you also want to TM off of blast burn or run double fire Blazekin. If you want to TM, wait, you already run double fire with blaze kick blast burn, but you know, if you want to run overheat instead, you know, however you, if you have a blaze that you got after community day, however you do, uh, Mew, which uh, I mean, congratulations if you have a Mew with overheat, but if you don't, don't try it. Not unless you wanted to just throw away charge DMs. I, I mean, yeah, maybe. Uh, and Torkoal. Torkoal actually worth it. Yay, Torkoal, uh, uh, regional that uh, not many people have, I'm sure. So good, good for it. In PvP, ex- exclusivity <laughs> wins. <sighs> Draco Meteor receiving a similar treatment to Overheat. Draco Meteor 2 now charges up slightly faster in PvP only. 65 energy cost. So Blackshine makes a good point. If you have an Overheat Charizard with Wing Attack, uh-huh. it's worth it because it can't get the Blast Burn. You have the Legacy Flying flying Quick Attack? Oh, oh, oh wing, attack. wing Attack. Um, That's not a... Yeah, that's interesting. That but for sense. me, I never had a charge at under fifteen hundred that I kept. Right. <laughs> Next up, that spicy community move for our big orange boy. Uh, I believe. How far did I get? Draco meteor. However, the base damage has remained the same at one hundred and fifty. Um, just like overheat DM Draco meteor also reduces the attack user's attack by two stages after it's used. The winners of Draco meteor adjustments are Dialga and Dragonite. Um, I believe it gets Draco Meteor. No, it's that is a legacy move on Dragon. Do I have? I have a couple. I don't think no, because this happened after the Community Day, didn't it? Which one? The move update. No, it was before. It was before. Yeah. I don't know if I have a Dragonite with Draco Meteor for PvP. To be fair, yeah, it's not like the fact that it also got Dragon Breath and Dragon Claw brought back out of oh, its that's legacy true. move pool. Yeah, but those aren't terrible options. Yeah. Uh, Psycho Boost. The following the trend <laughs> of Overheat and Draco Meteor, Psycho Boost is uh the third move in PvP only to receive similar treatment, wherein it charges up slightly faster, thirty five energy cost. However, drops the user's attack by two stages upon being uh, used. However, unlike the two moves, Psycho Boost isn't a hard hitting move to begin with. Therefore, this change has made Deoxys' signature move slightly less desirable and is overall a nerf to its performance. As such, the loser of Psycho Boost nerf. And the only Pokemon that can learn this move is Deoxys Defense Form. Well, just Deoxys. But no one uses anything but Defense Form for PvP. Deoxys Defense Form is the only form. <laughs> There's no other form. There, speed but Form? I, I what need, is that? You, need, you're lying to me. That I doesn't need, exist. I need my Thick Noodle, my Squiggly Noodle, <laughs> my Limp Noodle, <laughs> and my Straight Noodle. <laughs> Uh, when all of these noodles combine, they form disappointment. Base ramen. Actually, <laughs> I might name it that now. Space ramen noodle. Change it from Twizzlers. A pool noodle. It's actually colored like one too. Quit, quit, quit whipping around your heavy flamer like a pool noodle. I want an inflatable Deoxys now. <laughs> <laughs> it's pool time. Get your Deoxys out. Um. Yeah, that kind of hurts defense Deoxys, but it's still like absolutely. It's still a monster. It's still ridiculous. You just give it a different move. So rock slide thunderbolt battle science merch now including a de- 
a defense deoxys pool inflatable. inflatable. Uh, scare your, your kids. Deox- scare your animals and survive the sinking of the Titanic. Aww. Now introducing the deoxys defense form pool inflatable. Deoxys, use counter against that iceberg. <laughs> God, the Titanic wouldn't have sunk if it had a Hitmon Chan. Oof. Okay, this is terrible. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Next up on the list, yeah. speaking of fighting moves. <laughs> Hopefully no one's family. No one that's listening to this has had family. Although it's pretty well removed at this point, but nobody that was <sighs> Oof. Close affected combat. by Titan- the Titanic. <laughs> speaking of hitting close to home, uh, close <laughs> combat. Similar to the three moves above, Close Combat now charges up much quicker, 45 energy cost, doing a solid base 100 damage in PvP only. The drawback, however, is that it now reduces the user's defense stats by two stages upon being used. I heard you Uh, like running in hard. Yeah, doing a ton of damage and then running away. Um, That's my signature. um, However, this adjustment can be considered an overall buff to the move. When I'm running away, just like you (laughs) That's uh, rough, buddy. I mean, mine too. Or mine specifically. I don't remember what the story about your father. We're not going to get into the daddy issues. Uh, the winner of the results of this buff are Pinsir, Gallade, Infernape, Lucario, Heracross, Primeape, and Hitmontop. Uh, Hitmontop now actually like one of the higher priority uh, of the Hitmons, so yeah. that's kind of awesome. Um, Pinsir J- getting it made it disgusting. Have Lucario. a good night, Jan, the real one. What? And a happy 2020. Um they are leaving. Thanks for hanging stream. out. Thank you for, for joining us. We will have this up hopefully by Friday. Hopefully on Friday. For podcast listening. Yes. So if you can check if you want to check out the rest of the show, uh, what are we at for time? Uh a fifty three minutes recorded. So skip about ahead about an hour to get past all these crazy shenanigans. Yeah. And then go ahead and listen to the rest of the episode. Yep. Um so Pincer becomes weird or better. Gallade <laughs> Pincer becomes weird. And Pincer is weird. Um <laughs> It's a big <laughs> claw. Stag beetle. Um, uh, Gallade, I don't think close combat is one of the like recommended ones. Recommended moves for it Gallade. It might be now for a, for a niche pick. Yeah. Um, Infernape, that helps Infernape. It's, 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 it's huge it's, for it's Timeless. It's bread and butter right now. It's huge for Timeless. Um, Lucario, another one that's interesting. Um, Aurasphere. Yeah, I think Aurasphere came out in this, so we'll get to that in a second. Uh, Heracross, that's big. It's big on Heracross. It's big for fusion. Uh, it's big for fusion because that um, fighting bug is is um, it's limited availability. It's been a w- out for a while, but you know, it's still um, regional. Yep. Uh, Primate, I w- no. Uh, <laughs> Give him some love. No thanks. Uh, <laughs> there's there's much better fighting fighting type Pokemon Oof. like him on top. Uh, which now got like a ton better and is now because it's counter, the only one with clo- is it the only one with close combat now of the three I'm not sure uh-huh. but counter close combat Stone Edge. Mm, there you go. New moves. Yep, We're, we'll get to Aura Sphere. In a oh, second. I love this move. Octazuka PVP, a unique water type move learned only by the Remoraid and Horsey family in the main series games. Oct- oh, excuse me. Um, yeah, I'm gonna throw th- shade on Primate. Um, um. <laughs> Unabashedly, not a fan of Primeape in <laughs> Pokemon Go. Um, I like it. Octazuka now makes pick. a splash in Pokemon Go for the first time, requiring 50 energy to pull off and doing only 50 base damage, 
doesn't sound too impressive. However, Octazuka's biggest advantage is that it has a 50% chance to reduce the opponent's attack by two stages upon being used. This is big. This is really big. It was really big and timeless, and I'm still considering using Kingdra in uh, Fusion. Hey, um, let me ask you a question, chat and listeners. Uh-huh. Do you like playing your match for a coin toss? Maybe. Isn't that what football is? Flip a coin. Did you get heads? You lose. Okay, so but it's it's stringent upon the buff. It can be. Yeah, I don't know. It depends on the it. It depends on the matchup. I think there's still instances of winning, but then there's instances of winning better, or winning more. Right, but if they shield it and you don't get the debuff, it kind of feels like that's just yeah. bad gameplay. I mean, but you still yeah. But there's also moves that also have a chance to debuff. Yeah. And it sucks when like ominous wind, like the the my final battle in, um the, what was uh Gen or the the first, um the first cup of season two it was uh for not ferocious, um. Not nightmare. What was the first cup of, season two. Sinister. Sinister. So my final battle in sinister, I used ominous wind twice and got the the buff twice which is nuts because it's like a 10 percent chance it's like a 10 to 12 percent chance yeah every time i fought against randall he gets the buffs so it's one of those <laughs> things of like i think i i pulled the win there but like it can turn around yeah. a losing situation black um, makes a really good point and i saw that a lot for myself as well you don't need to if you get the debuff from octazuka versus venusaur you don't need to shield the next frenzy plant yeah, because you're you're neutral to it. The dragon uh, neutralizes the weakness from the uh, against grass uh, from Kingdra's water. So yeah, it's uh, Octazuka. It Octillery gets somewhat better, but as it's not the as water, good. the water type is so diverse already that it has much better performers yeah. in it. Kingdra already. is the better user of Octazuka right now. Yeah, and if you're looking for something to be spicy. In Fusion, uh-huh. Kingdra is definitely still a top priority. I am interested in it. Not to mention because Altaria is top bird uh-huh. of the cup. Yep. Octazuka will still slow it down. Yep. Uh, let's see. If you win the coin toss. Yeah. Mirror Shot. PvP. This new steel type move. So this is one I haven't experienced yet. Same. Uh, new t- uh, a new steel type move uh, is much welcomed addition to the roster of steel type charge moves currently available in Pokemon Go. Uh, it does a modest base damage of 35. However, it only requires 35 energy to be charged up. The so highlight, however, that is, is about the same as Mud Bomb. The highlight, however, is that Mirror Shot has a 30% chance to reduce the opponent's defense by one stage upon being used. The biggest winners of the addition of Mirror Shot are Fortress, Magnezone, and Ferrothorn. <laughs> All the round boys. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's actually why when I was looking at Fortress's uh, move set. Looking at the uh, buff to, not Earthquake, it was another, what was the other? Sandtomb. Sandtomb. Looking at the buff to Sandtomb, and it's addition to Sandtomb, uh, I was like, Mirrorshot, why haven't I not heard of Mirrorshot? Because it's a brand new move. Um, that means Fer- uh, Fortress has A two, lot of good new moves now. Two new moves, or two moves that can now uh, debuff, debuff um, which makes it So running it as a safe better. lead in most metas just to get the debuff off and then potentially swap out. That's probably not a bad idea. Support. Yeah. 
Um, Magnezone is interesting. Um, I don't know if that makes it a whole lot better. Again, one of the problems with Magnezone is that it has to be a lower level to be within Great For League. For Great League, but I mean, this um, is also moving forward. It could be an Ultra. That's true. That is true. Um, for sure with the Go Battle League and using the higher level um, uh, meta stuff. Uh, and then Ferrothorn, what was the meta that we were talking about Ferrothorn for? Sinister. Was it Sinister? Yeah. Um, because of the steel, we were like, that's an interesting pick. Moveset-wise, it's not fantastic. It's also one of those ones that people, it's around, uh-huh. but people don't see it that often. Yeah. The double weakness to any meta that has fire available is what scares it away. Yeah. And Although we have both discussed the overall weakness of fire. Yeah. Although overheat changes that a, a bit. A bit. But Not to mention that it still takes neutral from uh, fighting. Uh-huh. It still takes neutral from uh, ground. Yeah. It, it's it's a lot... The ground grass is very similar to ground steel in a lot of... Or, sorry, grass steel, grass uh, ground. Uh-huh. Share, have a, a numerous amounts of shared weaknesses and uh, pros and cons. Mm-hmm. I think with Ferrothorn, though, I'd love to use it more. I've always loved it in the main series games as a trap setter uh-huh. and a rapid spinner for cleaning terrain hazards. But as far as like just overall what it's used for, it's a bulky tank. These, I think the biggest reason why we haven't seen it in a lot of competitive play as far as for where we are mm-hmm. is just no one's found the right combination of IVs or don't feel comfortable using it just yet. Yeah. I'd love to use one. I like that it's, uh, I don't know if it's Pokemon Go animation is this, but in, I think, the core series, the uh, it's like vines spinning around it like a helicopter blade. Oh, that's Power Whip. Is that power up? Yeah. Okay, well, it's idle animation has it oh. spinning around it in, in yeah. like sort of a, a casual fashion. It's cool looking. Um, Felstinger for PvP. Power up punches bug type cousin has arrived in Pokemon Go. Felstinger requiring 35 energy and doing a base damage of 20 guarantees to increase the user's attack by one stage every time that it is used. The winners as a result of Felstinger's addition are Beedrill, Vespaquin, Drapion, and Quillfish. Um, your three, some of your three primary bugs, and Quillfish. Surprisingly, I think the biggest benefactor is Beedrill uh-huh. because it's known for speed, speed, power, speed and power, uh-huh. getting off charge moves quick, dwindling people's shields out. Um, I ran a Drapion for Timeless with Velstinger and Bite because uh-huh. Bite was recommended over Ice Fang. Mm-hmm. Overall, I probably should have stuck with Ice Fang just for my team comp, mm-hmm. but. Felstinger was really great at baiting out shields. I know I caught Proto Man multiple times on his Charizard. I would get caught in that matchup, and he would assume I was using Aquatil to smack his Charizard, and mm. I'd get a free attack buff for a very low cost. Yeah. And then the bite just kept doing good neutral damage. Um, What is your thought on Quillfish getting this uh, move? <sighs> Quillfish has always been really good. Uh-huh. It's just Tentacruel got better with Acid Spray. Okay. Tentacruel think- has the stats to support it longer. Uh-huh. I think Quillfish is still a really good pick in the right situation. Mm-hmm. Fusion, probably not so much with all the steel and psychic running around. I'm not sure if it gets mud slap or if it has mud bomb, but that's something to consider. Let's find out. Okay. Um, let's see. Yeah, by Drapion with Felstinger as a monster. It is. But for my team comp, I needed an answer to grass and a little bit more answer to dragon. It does get acid spray. So poison sting, water gun is its fast moves. So water gun. Sludge wave, ice beam, aqua tail, fell stinger, and acid spray as its charge moves. So it's got it's a good niche anti grass uh-huh. or anti dark with fell stinger. 
water gun being its better charge move fast move to get the charges off but uh-huh. i don't know i feel like it was good in twilight only because tentacruel didn't have those moves acid spray lowers defense correct yes so acid spray fell stinger to boost your attack and lower the defense but at that point you just want to boost your own attack because it's that pokemon that you need to be worried about if you're on your way out then fell or then acid spray okay huh options uh let's see Aura Sphere in PvE. The first PvE viable move on this list arrives in the form of Lucario's signature move from the main series games, Aura Sphere. Although learned Max by Aura, although learned by several other Pokemon in the main series games, Aura Sphere is currently only learned by Lucario in Pokemon Go. Officially, the best charge move in the game. The addition of Aura Sphere has caused Lucario to soar to the top of the Fighting Type DPS charts, now making it the number one Fighting Type Pokemon in Pokemon. Fighting type in Pokemon Go. If Funny you enough. have one. <laughs> um, as such, the one and only winner to this edition is Lucario. Um, so this is a, a, um, a PvP. It's interesting. Your moves, your standard moveset of Power Punch and Shadow Ball are still probably pretty solid. Pretty solid. Um, I haven't changed mine at all just for the fact of uh, the extra... Shadow Ball already does a ton of damage, especially in neutral matchups. Giving it power-up punch makes it all the more better of just straight damage. Um, if you want um, Lucario with straight fighting moves, Aura Sphere is... I mean, it's it's there if you want to run all fighting-type moves for uh, PvP. Um, but I'd have to say that Shadow Ball allows for it some excellent... Neutral uh, damage across. Excellent neutral damage across. Um uh also it has close combat so it's one of those things do you do aura sphere do you close co- do you do close combat or do you stick with the shadow ball because yeah, um, if you're running close combat power up punch and you go to swap out you lose that buff yeah um um superpower yeah i was gonna say one last thing with about lucario is for um raids and stuff if you hatch a ryalu give it the second move before you make the big dumb and you and it, and it checks out that it's not going to be under 1500 it's probably not a bad idea to evolve it bring it up a couple of levels um and use it for uh you know raid dps but even then battles. yeah but even then it's not going to hit quite as high right off the bat um so it is going to need some powering up to bring it up to a, a pretty reasonable um pretty reasonable level for for rates Excuse me, goodness gracious. Uh raids and trainer battles, so or um rocket battles, I should say. Um superpower, which I to be honest, didn't even know was in this update mm. until right now. PvP. Probably the most lackluster of all of the moves added. The fighting type move, superpower, is uh a coverage move at best. PvE dynamic punch is the su- superior of the two. Slightly better in PvP, it does a base damage of 85, requiring a relatively cheap 40 energy to pull off. However, it decreases the user's attack and defense by one stage upon being used. Interesting. Uh, Not many fighting types learn superpower, Hariyama being the only one as such. Uh, It is a decent coverage move for some Pokemon. The biggest winners are Melmetal. Ah, I do remember this. That makes gives Melmetal a move other than Electric and Steel. Yeah. Which is big. Um, Pinsir and Hariyama. Uh, Pinsir already got close combat, I believe. Yep. Or no? Or was that? 
Um, that was close combat. Did did Pincer get it? Yeah. Or, uh, Hi, Parker. I love you. Oh, he's licking my arm. That's adorable. Parker, I'm doing a podcast. Hariyama definitely probably needed it. Uh, I did. Pincer did get it. Um, oh, Melmetal. That's right. Melmetal has um, uh, um, uh, Rock Slide. Rock Slide and Thunderbolt. Yes. Um, so Melmetal does have some more coverage. Rock Slide, Thunderbolt, Flash Cannon. Um, this helps it more-ish. More diversity. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Melmetal's mythical. We can't use it in half the tournaments anymore. Yeah, I guess. I know you love Stupid it. Stupid rule. I mean, I appreciate it, too. I'll be very interested to see it come into um, Sword and Shield when uh, the Pokemon Home comes out and the availability to transfer it and stuff comes out. Um, I'm wondering what its full moveset is going to look like within a Core Series game because they're going to have to give it more moves than they're, this. They, it has a signature move in the Core Series, Double Iron Bash. Oh, that's right, because it's in... Um, it was in Let's Go. It was in Let's Go. So, Hi, Parker. I love you. He's adorable. It's a great move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meltan Community Day. <laughs> Meltan. Maybe. Um, additions to existing move pools. I think this one we should just kind of fly through. Uh, for Alligator now learns Ice Fang. Uh, unfortunately, this isn't a significant addition to For Alligator's move pool. and is already learned by the Ice Type Charge move Ice Beam that gave it coverage against Grass Types. I'm pretty sure I flubbed that sentence, but that's okay. Porygon 2 and Porygon Z now learn the normal type move, fast move lock on, like we were talking about before. This is a welcome addition to Porygon 2 and Porygon Z's moves pool. As mentioned by Niantic themselves, Lock-On allows Porygon 2 and Porygon Z to access their high-energy requiring charge moves much faster. If only Niantic hadn't nerfed Return, the combination of Lock-On and Return would have made Porygon 2 and Porygon Z extremely spammy in PvP. Yep. Uh, probably one of the reasons why they got nerfed. But you know what? Um... Celebi now learned Seed Bomb. Prior to this, Celebi did not have a single Grass-type move in its arsenal in Pokemon Go. I did kind not know that. Awkward. Uh, it's a Grass Psychic. You'd think it knows something. Uh, thus, the addition of, Solar Beam. Thus, the addition of Seed Bomb to its move pool is a welcome buff. Uh, but addition buff. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Shiftry now learned Snarl. Yay! This comes as it's a buff disgusting. to Shiftry <laughs> in the world of PvP. Snarl generates energy very quickly. Uh, it... Uh, Snarl generates uh, energy very quickly is superior to Feint Attack as a Dark-type fast move. Shiftry can now charge up to a Leaf Blade after using Snarl thrice. Kyogre now learns the Water-type charge move Surf. Why didn't it know that before? That's one. Doesn't it get Surf right when you catch it? I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's a whale! It should know Surf. A very welcome buff to the Sea Basin Pokemon's move pool in PvP and PvE. Surf Kyogre now outshines Hydro Pump Kyogre. Surprise. Uh, <laughs> another Kingler is, although Kingler is still the water type DPS King, the addition of Surf to Kyogre's move will bridges a gap between the two ever so slightly. Lickalicky now learns the ghost type charge move Shadow Ball. Still not viable in PvE or PvP because it's a normal type and it's like a licky. Maybe at some point. Tangrowth now learns Power Whip. A major buff to uh, for Tangrowth, uh, it finally has received a worthy Grass-type charge move. Power-up now catapults Tangrowth to the level of Frenzy Plant Venusaur, if not better. So, one quick note on that. Uh -huh. One of the players in the Monroe group actually used that in the cup. Uh -huh. It threw a couple people off guard. Interesting. It's got Vine Whip, Power uh -huh. Whip, and Ancient Power. That is big. That's big. That's big, big, big. I feel like uh, Jim Corn was making mention about it earlier, so, mm -hmm. yeah. I don't think I have a. Sadly, it's not one. a dual type, so you can't make it a spicy pick in uh, uh, fusion. fusion. 
Heatran now learns Flamethrower. Overall, an improvement for Heatran as Flamethrower is a better Fire-type charge move than Fire Blast. However, it is still lacking in the DPS apartment uh, as there are several Blast Burn and Overheat users running around. So, quick note on that. That's also coming back. Yes. With Shiny. Yes. So neat. Um... Stoutland now learns Ice Fang, a decent coverage move, but it does nothing to make Stoutland more viable in PvP or PvE. My boy! Um, is it viable in... No, it's single type. Yeah. Nah, it doesn't... Viable in... It'd be like catch you off guard, potentially Altaria counter, but not a counter, but it's not even in fusion, so you know what else. Um, Ancient power boost is deadly. <laughs> uh, return of several legacy moves. This is huge. This was a big one. Uh, Cloyster now relearns Icy Wind, slightly buff in PvP due to uh, the newly improved Icy Wind. Broken. Why is this not the same? Why isn't part two literally Dugong now relearns Icy Wind? It's not. Two is Arcanine relearns Flamethrower. Benefits Arcanine in PvE and PvP. I mean, I'm glad I got it. Yay. Why didn't Ninetales do the same? (laughs) (sighs) <laughs> uh, Polyrath relearns Mudshot, huge buff for Polyrath in PvP and Team Go Rocket battles, especially against the admins and Giovanni. Yeah. Uh, Machamp relearns Cross Chops, strictly a PvP buff as Dynamic Punch is a better charge move in PvE. However, in PvP, Cross Chop is a high damage dealing, fast charging move that has caused to that has caused to Machamp to jump up in the rankings in all three leagues. Golem relearns Ancient Power, minor buff for Golem in PvP and Team Go Rocket battles. Gengar relearns Shadow Claw. This is a big one. Significant buff for Gengar in PvP and PvE. Does PvE, it still beat Haunter? No. In PvE, nine times out of ten, Lick is generally preferred over Shadow Claw. However, Lick is a legacy move and was only available for a single day. <laughs> uh, newer players who weren't playing at the time now have a chance to obtain the almighty Shadow Claw Gengar. In PvP, Shadow Claw is far superior compared to Lick and Sucker Punch. Wow, how long is this list? Oh, I didn't know this one. Executor relearns Confusion, another major buff in PvP and PvE. Excuse me, I'll be right back. Especially coupled with the recent buff that the Psychic Charge move received, Cantonian Executor has regained some of its glory from the early days of Pokemon Go. Pinsir relearns Fury Cutter. Fury Cutter is a better fast move than the Bug Bite in PvP. Bug Bite is better for PvE. However, this addition doesn't do much in terms of increasing Pinsir's viability in 83 leagues. Uh, Good heavens, I'm just... Uh, um, Thank you, Bullhand. Uh, Gyarados. Gyarados relearns Dragon Breath and Twister. Slight uh, buff for Gyarados in PvP, especially in the Ultra and Master Leagues, where Giratina is king. However, it has to be noted that Crunch is preferred charge move over Twister. Uh, Gyarados with Dragon Breath is a spice pick in Fusion, which we'll talk about here shortly. Uh, Snorlax relearns Body Slam for all the gold gym hunters and trainers who enjoy defending gyms and the gym meta in general and most welcome buff <laughs> to Snorlax who now permanently relearns Body Slam I guess but it's still gyms it's a really benign tapping simulator <laughs> yeah um, Yay. Dragonite relearns Dragon Breath and Dragon Claw Yay! the ultimate legacy Dragonite has returned a huge buffer in gym attack slash defense meta it as is. well as in PvP for raid battles Dragon Tail slash Outrage is still the best combo notice how I never mentioned Draco Meteor in any of those texts <laughs> big oof it was an early community day it's one of those things that like maybe they you know maybe you miss the mark sometimes you're still learning out the community moves it's a signature move, but, you know, maybe not everyone's signature moves are very good. <laughs> I heard you might not be good. <laughs> uh, conclusion. To conclude, this 
Mega Winter 2019 Combat Rebalance uh, has been one of the significant game rebalances in recent months and has caused widespread meta shakeups in PvP and PvE. This seems like the update came in just in time for the official uh, Go Battle League that is set to launch in early 2020, and Niantic is hoping to take the competitive aspect in Pokemon Go to the next level. Which changes were you most happy about? Which changes would you like to see in the future? Question mark. Nerf Icy Wind. Uh, there's nothing else after that. Uh, nerf Icy Wind and or make Icy Wind not Legacy on Dugong. Or maybe make Ninetales more viable by giving it Flamethrower or Will-O-Wisp or I mean, legitimately something. It's still, it performs better for sure. It, it's more viable. Not that it wasn't viable before, but yeah, I don't know. It hurts me. Chat pause due to scroll. Let's unpause chat due to not scroll. All right. That was only an hour and 16 minutes in. But a lot of info. A lot of info. A lot of important info. You so I think. toss me my brick? Uh, yeah. Took me a second. I'm still on one dot. Okay. Really? Yeah. That's I mean, it is plugged into a computer rather than an outlet. Yeah. Sick. What? Cord? Give me a sec. Um, yeah, that was a lot. Um, I, 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 yeah, nine, I, I wish Nine Tails got something better. I mean, Overheat's huge. I, I, I won't, I won't deny that. I, but I still wish Will-O-Wisp was something, and I wish that uh, Fire Type in general were would perform better besides Legacy Move Pokemon. So, I don't know. That's just my thought. Um, do 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 do. All right, where? Yes, I believe it is time for. Fusion. Um, and yes, Fusion Frenzy is a sweet game on the original Xbox that is, I believe, backwards compatible on the Xbox One, I think, because it was back, backwards compatible on the Xbox 360. So if you want like a really janky 4x3, no, no, it was probably, it was probably uh, widescreen at that point. I don't think it was 4x3. <laughs> um, yeah, if you want like a discount Mario Party, uh, like urban setting mario party fusion frenzy is dope go play it um you could probably find it for like two bucks at your used game store not at price books (laughs) half price books or uh game over video games or something uh just a heads up i can hear you chewing those um uh unbranded gummy uh fruit candies fruit chews i can buy I guess so. Michaels and Eichels. <laughs> all right. Fusion Cup. Because um, I don't really remember what all exactly we were talking about. That is custom rankings. I'm sorry. I hit the wrong rankings. I think we mostly went through the list of what the top performing ones were. Yeah. And not like uh, the things. That is the Battle Science Fusion Cup. I'm sorry. I want to go tournaments. I want to go Fusion Cup resources. Here we go. That's the one I want. Um, I also want, let's see, uh, PvP. Parker, you can't have the Michaels and Eichels. you got to back up. Michaels and Eichels are not uh, recommended for animal consumption. Um, I'm sure. I don't quote me on that. Uh, I'm not a representative, re- representative for Michaels and Eichels. Um, let's see. Uh, PvP poke. Uh, Sylph, and then I wanted... Oh, Game Press. Uh, let me pull up Game Press's... Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Fusion Meta 
what do they call it? Um, infographic. Because that'll help us. Um, here we go. Big image. Can I please click on the image and make the big image? Big image. No, bigger. Can I have the bigger image, please? Um, there we go. There we go. Look at that. The biggest image possible um, for all of you Twitch viewers. Um, all right. Fusion Cup. We've talked about the limitations before. Dual type. Uh, any Pokemon with a charge move, a second charge move cost at or below 50,000. So 75,000, nope. 100,000, nope. Uh, anything with a monotype, nope. Uh, and then a couple of bands. Um, it was... Let me see if I can remember. Don't read them. Do you have them? Uh, yes. <clears throat> All right. No Metachem. Yes. No Azumarill. Yes. No Wormadans. No Dugong. Yes. That's it? That's it. Yep. Wormadams, all forms. So none of those. Um, so here we go. Um, the discount helps. The other fact that a lot of the top meta performers are performers that have shown up in previous metas, if not January's Cup. Surprise. All relevant. Um, your priority numero uno in either acquisition or uh, defeating, that doesn't quite work as a sentence, I'm sorry. Um, Altaria, it's flying, it's dragon, dragon breath, whatever else moveset it has. Sky attack, dragon claw. Stry attack, stry, stry attack? Sky attack, striker. And dragon claw. Um, it's big, it's the thing to beat. Um, it's one of the top performers, period. We've seen it in Great League, we've seen it in metas in season one we've yet to see it in a meta in season two until now not to mention in our uh private uh charity stream proto man rocking that alteria yeah um <laughs> shredding things so uh the fact that uh skarmory isn't here to try and out bulk it because it's Skarmory's uh, out, out, out of roost it's it's not in this meta because it's a seventy five thousand stardust uh, second move, so that's I, I don't know helpful I guess. Um, Altaria then becomes Bird up. yeah Altaria then becomes king, <laughs> um, big floofer. Um, I should find and put up on stream that image of what an Altaria looks like when it's wet. I don't know if I've seen that image. I'll find it and send okay. it. Um, so the meta simplified is. Uh, interesting we've kind of gone over it before so altaria leads into the grasses which leads into the mud boys which leads into the fires which leads into the uh steels and ice which lead into altaria <laughs> what's your laughing oh is it the image oh boy here we go he's giggling like the joker i don't like it um um so your your key things to look out for here uh as uh previous previously discussed in uh, not this podcast, but potentially literally everywhere else. Uh, Altaria, Wishcash. Okay. Altaria, Wishcash, uh, Alolan Marowak, and Bronzong. These are the four things that are... Um, what does... Uh, John's doing... What John's doing calls it the Popcore. Um, the uh, PvP creators, the, the content creators, popular team core. Popcore. Wishcash, Bronzong, Alolan Marowak, 
uh, ooh, uh, Shiftry, Wigglytuff, and uh, Altaria or Noctowl, because somehow those two are interchangeably. Surprisingly enough, I would not have guessed that Noctowl performs uh, as good, if it's not better thick. in some instances, as Altaria. Um, <clears throat> I think Altaria is just better overall because of his resistances to most of the elementals. Uh, I gotta click on it. Oh crap! Here we go. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say I was like, oh crap! It's sending me to a Google link, which is gonna pop up on Sheem stream. But that's okay. That's sad. That's what Altaria. That is wow. That's that's bad. <laughs> oh, it makes me sad. <laughs> Wait, but it's 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 wings are literally clouds. Yeah. Like, why is it? How is it? A cloud is water. How does it get wet? Does it get wet? Is, is it water wet? Fed? So then, is it? I don't. That, that just. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that's not how it is. That's just the Pokemon anime being weird. <laughs> um. Um. So. But you're, canon. <laughs> I guess. Um. Going back to that one. But yeah, um, the popcorn. I, I can understand his sentiment on it. I think it's something that we've seen before. Esque. And a lot of people will follow that mentality because yeah, but it it's all, overall what works. It's it's there. They are the big performers, um, and I think there's a number of people that are that will see that and be like, okay, that's what I need to run to be successful. And I think in some cases, I mean, it works. But um, no thanks. Uh, you don't have to share your Michaels and Eichels. Um The um, I personally enjoy the. Um, philosophy of Jim Corn and the other people a part of the 3D group in the use of spice um, because variety is the spice of life uh, and spice is the variety in PvP uh, team picking um, or team comp so um, you know change it up do a couple of different things there's things on this list um, or things that aren't on this list which namely as I look over it Kingdra's not on this list in any role according to game press um but kingdra is something that actually everyone sims it can't be at altaria which stinks uh, but it is number 27 which means it performs well within the meta it's just a matter of finding the right team comp to run it around um it'll beat your fires for sure it beats wish cash which is sweet uh it also beats houndoom which is surprisingly high on this ranking too um Houndoom at 47. Um, let's see where it ranks in the dark. Excuse me. Goodness gracious. Um, this is the problem with <coughs> consuming bubbly liquids is that you have hiccups and burps. Um, so Alolan Muck as uh, ranked number 13 in a dark type. Uh, Shiftry at number 18. Honchcrow at 39. Radicate Alolan at 44. And Houndoom at 47. That's overall rankings within the meta. Uh, of Pokemon with the dark type. So Houndoom actually is ranked fairly high. Um, I think Houndoom, if you're looking for a spicy pick, <coughs> is a great choice for fire if you don't have a good starter or if you don't have a good uh, If Marowak. you don't want to run a good starter because you should hopefully have a good starter. The nice thing about the Fusion is you can potentially run your whole team as starters. Yes. If you want to actually... Let me look at the whitelist. That's an interesting... Um, let's see. So Venusaur, you could run Charizard. You could run Swampert. So that's three. Um, also three rolls. Um, Torterra. 
You could run Torterra. You could run Empoleon. Yeah. I guess you could run Blazekin. That's a lot of overlap, and I don't know performance-wise how that works. Literally none of the Gen 2 starters are available because they're all monotype, monotype which is yep. unfortunate. Um, yeah, I don't know performance-wise. You would be caught in a spot because you would have shared weaknesses in multiple situations. Oh, for sure. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I would... I wouldn't recommend There's a it, lot of psychic but, weakness there if you're going to run Blaziken and Venusaur. Yeah. Um, and uh, Ice weakness. Guess what psychic type Pokemon is viable here. Or not psychic type, actually. It's not psychic type. The pseudo-psychic in Venomoth yeah. is available. So if you have that legacy, it's <sighs> back again. I don't <laughs> like it. Venomoth is just going to always be around. I hate it. PvP Make is it the a not like, the moth. There's no, again, no reason at this point if you can modify moves to bring Poison to, Fang to, back on moth. To not bring Poison Fang back on moth. Poison Fang and then his other legacy in Bug Bite. Maybe. I don't know. Does Bug Bite make it? I mean, it already performs really well with Confusion. Yeah. Does it really, does it really need Bug Bite? No. Um, moth, Moth. Well, there you go. Um, oh, where were we? Um, Talking about starters for Team Comp. It doesn't really work, but. No. Um, I'm going to close out of that. So Ooh. I think, if anything, people should really be prepared for is because of that pop core team, Try and build your team with answers to each of those because that's going to be stuff people have. And even if you have to use one or two of those, don't feel discriminated against having to use what's popular. They're popular for the reason that they work. Yeah. And as long as it's something like, I know we try to push every time we mention team building when it comes to these cups, pick with what you're comfortable. Yeah. Not with what works. Or with what you want to run. Correct. As long as it works. What like I works for you? I wanted to run. Ca I was, I'm beating it. I'm beating a dead cast form here. I wanted to run cast form, and it just didn't perform in jungle. Why not run Vigoroth? <laughs> yeah, you can't run any cast forms in this cup. Nope, monotype. Um, can't even run Vigoroth, which would be interesting, but it's monotype normal. Um, um, I am interested in the um. Uh, not discount Wigglytuff, but running Alolan Ninetales rather than Wigglytuff. Mm -hmm. um, my only concern is if I want to run Celio and running Ninetales. That's double, double ice. To rock. Yeah, that that puts me double in a pickle. Double steel weakness. Um, so I need to balance out teams. I'm I've been like going ham with team comps for this. I mean, if you're gonna I've go with a water type, either a, a a mud boy, yep. Kingdra or Celio. There's just water all over the place, and it's one of those instances of I could potentially run an all-water type team, but we know that that has a hard time working. So, And then especially I mean, you apply, biggest, you apply so, my skill level to it. It's definitely not going to work. If you were to do an all-water type team, the things that I would look out for in this cup are going to be, one, Venusaur. Yep. It's going to be something everyone runs because it's Venusaur. It's something that every time it's available, it's used. Electric types, such as Lantern uh, and Probo Pass, even though it's not electric, it's a pseudo-electric, but it's really good yep. in this cup. And then anything with other potential electric prowess. Magneton. Magneton. Double Legacy Mag Mag Magneton coming yeah. in at rank 20. Yeah. Um, Just a heads up, we're eight minutes away from New Year's on the East Coast. Nice. Yep. It's almost nine o'clock on the west coast um 
So Altaria already performing in previous season one cups. Wish Cash performing really well. Literally I'm personally this a fan month. of Wish Cash. Um, Wish Cash's performance is pretty big. It's um, been it predominant is, in a lot of cups. It is switching. Um, what other charge move is it switching for? Switching Water Pulse for Blizzard in the instance that it will beat Altaria unshielded mm-hmm. um, because Blizzard's a very hard-hitting ice-type move. Double weakness to um, Altaria. Um, Bronzong performing well in Nightmare, I believe, mm-hmm. back in Season 1. Um, Heracross being viable in some instances. Heracross is a niche pick in this. It, it'd probably be best as an Oprah to get that close combat out and then swap it. Oh, excuse me. Goodness gracious. Not to mention, I think in the neutral matchup, it becomes really close tie match between it and Brazong. Uh-huh. Um, let me see. Is there literally... So, Alolan Sandslash, I don't think we've ever seen anything, it being this it was, high, per se. It was pretty high for uh, it Ferocious. Ferocious? Oh, that's right. And then I think Sinister was around with the yeah. Steel type. Um, but it feared all the ghost fires. Yeah. Um... Mark so, um, Noctowl is also pretty high. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that sort of surprises me up at this high. So, Noctowl is, is a great bulky pick. Uh-huh. Plus, with the psychic rework, it's a little bit better. Yep. It's more straight line flyer than Altaria, though. Altaria is straight dragon, mm-hmm. whereas Noctowl is the premier flyer. Yep. Um, so, I, I looking over this meta... I didn't have quite the same instant uh, epiphany as I did with Timeless. When I looked at Timeless, uh, when Timeless was announced, I was down at KomoriCon. I was hanging out with some buddies, um, and I was looking at the meta. And I was like, okay, looking at these limitations, I was like, okay, Dragon is around. So you're all of your starters, Dragon's going to be huge. And Dragon was huge. Uh, and then if there's Dragon, Ice is also not banned. Ice is also going to be huge. In this meta, I don't quite get the same feeling other than there's particular Pokemon that are just overall bulk because of the availability. There's not a whole lot of overall bands per type. Um, bulk is going to be pretty king, I think, in this in- these instances. So, mm-hmm. um, But, I mean, that's just kind of been a consensus overall when it comes to PvP, like we saw with our remote tournament. Dobby took the win through bulk. Mm-hmm. Oh, through the extra life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, All right, I know that there were notes and people were talking about stuff on the Discord. Let me check back on the Discord to see what people were questioning. I think people just wanted to see some spicy picks. Uh, Golbat and or Gyarados. Gyarados, interesting. I looked into it. Yeah. Thoughts? Just interesting? Dragon Breath coupled with Crunch is disgusting. Yeah, I mean, seeing Crunch, uh, Crunch do work with Skunk Tank in uh, Timeless, Timeless, and it still will be available for Fusion as well. Yep, yeah, yeah Skunk Tank is still um, another great solid pick in Skunk Tank and Drapion, just because their only real weakness is ground. Mm. Hmm. And their move diversity is really helpful. Um, Gyarados is an interesting one, but you do have to recognize your uh, what d- tr- double 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 weakness triple? to electric. Yeah, neutral to grass. I think you're weak to rock because water doesn't resist rock. And your flying yes. makes you take normal. Yeah. Um or super effective damage. Yeah, and you're you're still hitting you're you're still gonna lose to Altaria. I believe. It's also not bulky. Uh-huh. Gyarados is 
a big old wet noodle that hits pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lead-weighted noodle. Yeah. Um, in in most, I, I mean, I've never really considered Gyarados in a uh, Great League PvP. I just always I look at his type and be like, "That's too bad." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much that's, it. That's too bad. Um, it's, it's like the Charizard treatment. Yeah, of like, oh, Charizard, it's pretty. G- oh, it's flying. Well, all right. There's some added weaknesses that really hold it back. Um. I, I, it's a cool concept, but I unfortunately the its overall performance and its uh, dual typing um, hurt it. What is its mega? Is its mega mega actually dragon, or is it still water flying? It's water dark. It's water. What? It's it's literally a Chinese dragon. Why? I, why? I mean, at least it's not quadruple weak to uh, electric. Oh, and by the way, it's also weak to ice. Water doesn't resist ice, and it's flying. So it has the same weaknesses as a dragon, if no, not more. It takes neutral from ice. Water resists ice. Water doesn't resist ice. Doesn't it? Yes. Or is it the other way around? Pokemon does water resist Ice. Hold on. Somebody else was asking the same question. Why does water resist ice? All right, Blackshin. Have a good night. Thanks, Blackshin. Jesse's mic is awake. He's eating more Michaels and Eichels. Uh, Let's see. No, I don't need a Harley Quinn DC Universe online advertisement. Thank you. Go away, please. Bulbapedia, why? Serving me up ads. Uh, No, it does take half hold on ice type pokemon cannot be frozen by ice type moves ice does half damage to water and ice um wait then what the he- what was i thinking then ice uh, resist ice no but there were some instances in um my battles with uh randall and celio that um Maybe it wasn't Celio um, that I thought that... It took super effective? No, it wasn't. There was the resistance. Oh. Is it... What was it? I don't remember. There was something about ice that um, there isn't... A a particular uh, type I was thinking of that I thought resists ice doesn't actually resist ice. It's neutral, and then I lost instantly. I don't remember what it was. I'll figure it out later. Um, or I won't, and that's okay. Um, oh, where the heck was that's I? That's one of those um, things that bothers me is I sometimes forget what resist things. Why is Pokemon the most complicated game of rock, paper, scissors ever? Rock, paper, scissors, lizard, Spock? But more. Um... Rock, paper, lizards. No, rock, paper, scissors, lizard, Spock, Thanos. Grandfather clock. Good heavens. Um, AKA time. <laughs> time beats all. Timeless. <laughs> it's a dragon type. Dragon type. Happy New Year. Um, um, oh, 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 oh. It's, it's 8.59. It's 9 o'clock p.m. Happy, Happy New Year, East Coast. Happy New Year on the East Coast. It is midnight o'clock. Look at that timing. Um, Good heavens. Thankfully, I looked at the clock at the right time. Um, 
So it's not weak to, or no, it's neutral to ice. It's neutral to ice. Gyarados. Gyarados, because it's water flying. Yes. It's neutral to ice. Yes. So that still hurts it. Um, so it still gets hurt by dragon counters. It gets hit by Altaria. Uh, Altaria's other weakness is, or neutrality is, uh, electric. So it can take, uh, neutral, neutral from, damage from electric. um, super effective from ice, neutral from electric because it's flying. It so still takes Gyarados takes, rock. Gyarados takes double, or no, uh, it's super effective to rock. Goodness gracious. The hiccups are nuts. Um, they're burp things. Um, so it's swapped. The ice and electric weaknesses are swapped between. Yeah. Neutrality versus weakness are swapped between Altaria and Gyarados. Yeah. Um. So yeah, my recommendation probably not. You run a Gyarados. You can. You could try it. It's a spicy. It's pick. a spicy pick. Um. Crunch is going to do a ton of damage, as we've seen before. Although, um, Crunch on Skunk Tank does get stabbed, so you're going to do a little bit less damage with um, Gyarados. With Gyarados, but it's still going to perform pretty well. Um. Go back. If if Gyarados got Bubble Beam. I might Ooh, recommend it. Yeah, that would be interesting. Uh, because it needs that debuff. What if it got Snarl? That's gross. Is a dark type move. That would be ridiculous, wouldn't it? And it should because it Omega's into a dark Omega's type. Omega's into a dark type move. Ugh. That'd be interesting. Um, <laughs> and it I does heard... snarl at you. <laughs> oh. um, the other spicy pick that was uh, recommended, and we can look at some other ones too, Golbat. Uh, wing Attack, Poison Fang, and Shadow Ball. Or I think the spam, um, spam, which um, I loved from oh good heavens way back in season one, uh, loading two poison fangs and hitting two poison fangs at the same time. Do you shield one? No. Yes. All right. Do you shield the second one? No. Yes. Okay. And then just playing that shield bait really hard. The problem with Golbat, it's uh, bulk is like non-existent, so it's it's kind of weak. Um, but it certainly can spam both Poison Fang and Shadow Ball, so um, that is helpful. Um, there are definitely better poisons, um, Venusaur. Uh, there are also better Flyers. So in each of the roles that it performs, it will certainly delete anything that's grass something else. Uh, Any as long grass as it doesn't resi- resist. Yeah, for sure. Um, like we've seen it in, uh, I believe, Nightmare and the Mirror of Twilight. Um, it will delete fairy and then it will delete a grass that's not um, already poison. The problem with Golbat that you got to watch out for is a lot of common threats in this cup. Yeah. Rock, ice, electric, and psychic. Yeah. So, uh, ground, mud boys. Well, it's neutral because of flying. With ground? Yeah. But the poison, your, so your main, like, poison fang is not going to do anything to it. No. So, um, your, wing attack, your, your wing attack is... Eh. So yeah, it's it's a more it's of a, a niche very pick. niche pick. Oh, power flickering! Please stay on. We still have more podcasts to record. If we go out, I am so sorry. Um, actually, I'm gonna uh, don't stop it. Well, if I if I don't stop it, it won't save. I don't know. All right, we're gonna continue on. Hopefully, this works out. I mean, if anything, we can just rip the recording of the audio from Twitch. True. That is true. That's going to stay up. Um, okay. Uh, we are at an hour and 43 minutes, so we're nearing up here. Do you want to cap it off at 930? Uh, yeah. Because I think at this Hard point cap. we're just going to start talking about fun picks for the cup. Yeah. 
Um, I honestly would recommend looking into Houndoom if you're looking for a good fire alternative. Uh huh. The starters are always going to perform better overall, but Psychic is definitely a thing in this cup. Steel is definitely a thing in this cup. What counters both of the Brazong and, uh, excuse me, uh, Probopass, Houndoom. It also can learn Snarl. Uh-huh. Or you can run Bold and run Firefang. But that's, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm still kind of looking over my team and what I'm thinking. Uh-huh. I really, really like Probopass. Like, it just antis everything in this cup. Being rock and steel, it is weak to ground. Stupidly weak to ground. But if you're running a good grass type like Venusaur, they are both really good in supporting each other. Uh Probopass counters Altaria. Probopass counters any water. It counters any fairy. And it resists any dragon. So I have two... What was that? Oh, that might just be a little bit of um, weird static I'm hearing in my cans. Uh, headphones. Um, I've got two in-progress teams that I've just sort of built, I think, two nights ago or so, and just sort of playing around with team comps, um, playing around with ice types. It looks like Shiftry is still up there on my, um, priority, my list. priority list, and then so is Wishcash. Um, I, would s- I love Wishcash. Um, in both cases, I'm also running Golbat, so because I like Golbat. Um, I mean, Golbat beats Moth. I can hear that. Sorry, Golbat does beat Moth. Um, yay! Um, <laughs> I hate Moth. Um, uh, let's see. Um, where am I going with this? Uh, I like a little the Nine Tails. Uh, the overall bulk of Wishcash is big. It's really big. Um, Wizcash also going to beat out any of the fire. It's going to beat out any of the steel. It's going to beat out most of the dragon with that blizzard uh-huh. and flying and the bulk. Just it's just going to outbulk a lot of things. It um, only fears grass and um, slight ice. Yeah. Um. Do do. Uh. I've got Charizard on one of these teams. Charizard. I think. Most of the starters are going to be all right. I, I but I'm interested in you in in. I think I, I don't know why I put it on. I was like, okay, I need like a fire. If Skarmory was in this cup, I would say Charizard is more viable. Uh-huh. But because everyone's running Charizard with the fast fire type attack, yeah, Altaria is just going to sit there and laugh. Okay, it's just going to take it. Yep. Although it's not necessarily built for as a uh, Altaria counter, it's more of a grass counter. I know because I think the but grass, in the same instance, grass and steel. If it's a it. specific to grass counter. Throw another flyer and Golbat's even better. Mm. Um, let's see. I'm gonna look back at what John's doing because he also uh, talks about or, or references some of the anti-meta picks that could help overcome the monotony of the pop core. Uh, counters like Cloister, which is discount Lapras. Is I, Lapras not Lapras a, is not available because of cost. Seventy-five thousand. Cloister is uh, 50. discount La- Lapras, and at this point, potentially better with ice, uh, ice icy wind. wind, icy wind. Um, so cloister is actually probably recommended. It's a very a, good wall. Yeah, all, especially against something like Altaria. But um, if I had to choose between that or Celio, uh-huh. I'd probably go Celio. That's true. The, the consistency of neutral damage from Body Slam. Body Slam is going to be huge. Um, but if you don't want to spend the ridiculous <laughs> amount of Stardust that is a near fifteen hundred Celio, cloister's 
probably pretty uh, is budget a option. pretty pretty oh a uber budget option for that. Um, a the problem is is also going into these investments is if it's something you're going to find yourself using later on, then it might be worth it to get that Celio. True. I mean, look at for you, it's going to be a double cupper. Oh, I think for sure. I think, but it, then then the question becomes: Do I then want to run? Do I want to run a little nine tails, or do I want to run Celio? Yeah. Um, and like it's it's a hard question because I love me some nine tails. I love me a Volpix. I love me a nine tails. But I mean, a little nine tails and a Whiz Cash probably a better team comp. Um, because you don't have that double up on water. Um, well, that and they they cover each other's weaknesses. Um. But boy, how did I spend a lot of Stardust on that Celio? Do I want to use it? <laughs> he um, loves you for it. Yeah, I man, I hope so. Um, Alolan Muck uh, as a Poison Dark Snarl. I think. I think it doesn't have it. I think people um, run Poison Jab. Poison Jab. Let me just do a good. Uh, let me see where it is. Um, I, I have the resources. Why don't I use the resources? Uh, the Google of Google. Muck. Alolan, Snarl, Dark Pulse, Sludge Wave. Uh, okay, so it does have it. It's actually nigh tied between Snarl and Poison Jab, um, as between a Dark type and a Poison type move. Um, dark Pulse being a huge move, Acid Spray being able to get that debuff is helpful as well. Um, it'll help you beat out. Um, goodness gracious, help me out. What of the core does it help you beat out? Um, what was the move set one more time? Snarl, Poison, or Poison Jab. Dark Pulse, Acid Spray. So this, the dark types will help you take out the ghost like Marowak. Yep. It'll help you take out the Brazongs. It'll help you take out the Clay Dolls if people run Clay Doll. Shifry. Shif for Shiftry poison. poison. For poison, yes. And Wigglytuff. Oh, yeah. it'll beat out Wigglytuff. Well, okay. Neutral if, if you're running poison. Yes. Um, yeah. But your uh, charm is also going to be hitting back at neutral. True. So yep. eh, mileage may vary. Yeah, um, but I think if you can get the poison jab acid spray going, uh-huh. you'll get the advantage. Yeah. Um, let's see. Especially if you can get out a couple shields of Wigglytuff. Uh-huh. I don't think Probo. I don't see Probo Pass as like a counter to the Popcore. I see Probo Pass as playing both sides. Yeah. Um, That's just what I love it's, about him is his utility. It's it's overall viability within this meta. I think is going to be pretty big. So <laughs> the budget bastard on. <laughs> yeah, and it's actually <laughs> eligible because it is this is budget cup. So literally every Pokemon on this list is budget, more or less, um, unless it's you know fifty thousand, or unless it's Celio, in which case it needs to be level thirty nine point five. So I know another one that I haven't really heard people talk about. Yeah, Sableye is available. What? It's also one that has to get near fifty thousand or for for uh, perfect level forty. Yeah, I I guess. It's not something to overlook. Look and sure. see where it's at in rank. Yeah, but I think within a fairy. Let's see, how do you spell Sableye? Sable, S A B L E. I don't see it. Give me one second. Maybe it's a seventy-five thousand Stardust. I think it is. Oh rip! Yeah, I don't see it on this list. Then it must be yeah. Huh. Oh well. All right. Well, I thought about being cheeky and running one. You would have gotten banned, my good sir. Yeah. Thanks. Um. Going down this list, uh, Alolan Sandslash. Uh, I think Alolan Sandslash is definitely a sleeper. But it's a it's rank number nine. How is that a sleeper? Because a lot of people don't pay attention. It has powdered snow ice punch. 
Yeah. I heard you like dirty. a ton of ice damage. I heard you want to run that and Wizcash together. Just give all the pressure. Yeah. I heard you want to delete flyers. Or shields. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. Uh, Bulldoze, Blizzard, and Gyroball as its other moves. Um, I think Bulldoze probably for extra coverage. Bulldoze for the fire types. Yeah. Um, if it can get to it, because it'll get absolutely deleted by fire types. Yeah. Um, unless it's Charizard, because then it's hitting it for neutral because of flying. Yay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Powdered Snow Ice Punch is ridiculous. It, it At rank number nine, it's nothing to sneeze at. It's definitely something viable i think it's finding the right ivs because you're you'll need to hatch those only come from hatches they only come from 7k hatches meaning you'll have to find one either i don't know what level does it have to be for good i don't have my stuff up um this is one of those things that we've had to talk about multiple times and i think people at this point know that you have to get one in a really bad egg hatch and then trade it with someone you're not good friends with because Niantic punishes people. If you're looking for that <laughs> zero fifteen fifteen, yeah. Um, let me see. Is it Game Press? Game Press Pokemon Go. Um, does it? It has the calculator, correct? I'm sorry, the, the what? Calculator. Huh? <laughs> it has the what? Calculator. Calculator. What do you think I said? I don't think I can say the other word on stream. Um, okay. I'm pretty sure I said calculator, but okay. Um, Pokemon. I'm not going to look up the... It'd take me too time to... Yeah. What level? I think it I think it can still be under 1,500 at a hatch. Um, and still be viable. It's still viable. It's just you won't get that 0, 15, 15, or whatever it's like 0... HP defense yeah. rank is um that that rank the number ideal one. IVs yeah um so you'll still get something that performs well so um and as I was talking earlier about my Altaria that's a level it's a hundo Altaria it I think guarantees the win mirror matchup if the CMP tie goes through because it has a higher attack um and it picks up like one other win which is probably benign and then it ties one more thing. So it actually performs better as 100% Altaria than it does at the ideal IVs. Somehow? Yeah. According to the the numbers on PV Poke, I could be wrong. Um, or I could be reading things wrong. I don't know. Um, I think in general it's going to perform just slightly worse. But again, IVs, you know, uh, the, the perfect IVs sort of fluctuate um, and, and don't... Um, aren't super stringent for PvP like we've talked about before. Right. Um uh do I'm doing the doodly doos things again. Um and the um things. I think if people want to learn more about our thought process and hear out other people in our community that we've made ideas uh-huh. on spicy picks, jump on the Discord, join us. Oh yeah. Or uh tweet at uh Jim Corn, I'm sure at x 3d x gym corn yeah i think on twitter um uh dude's full of spicy picks you just ask him uh fusion spice question mark i'm sure you're gonna get a list <laughs> spin back. the wheel yeah i'm sure you'll get a list back um there's quite a number of things that are because i know he was like looking at things like a lowland doug trio was he well i know he's talked about was it a lowland diglet or there was some other grimer I think so. But in that it wouldn't work in this cup. 
Right. There was a particular like uh, where like the second second evolution really isn't good, and the first evolution in the first first form is like non-existent in the thought process for PvP, but it has just the right move set. I feel like it was like Drifloon or something. Where I know was he like, was fanboying over Chinchow. Was it Chinchow? Yeah. It was Chinchow, and there was something else that like move set wise, like it doesn't get anywhere near fifteen hundred, like at all. But its move set makes it utterly disgusting, and I don't remember what it is. And I feel like I need the to only one it. I can think of consistently is Primplup. No, he did mention Primplup, and I'm excited for Primplup, but monotype, yeah, monotype. It stinks. Um, uh, I think that's more or less it. Swampert, Venusaur. Um, those help. Um, also, it's those, one of those are your elementalists countering their specific object, the rock to the paper or the scissors or to the rock, right? Um, but having those dual typings allow for a lot more viability. Yeah. Um, I mean, we all know Venusaur with um, sl- was it Sludge Bomb or Sludge Wave? Sludge Bomb, Sludge Bomb, super huge. Um, and then Swampert as a Mud Boy. Um, the the debuff to Hydro Cannon hurts it a little bit. Um, but it still performs very well as a mud boy. You can always be spicy um, too and give it muddy water. Yeah, or give it uh, sludge wave. Yeah, if you want to run it with some poison. Um, there's a so lot it's of... funny. It only works once. Oh yeah, <laughs> the sludge wave. Yeah, because you come in there, go. Oh, they're using a hydro cannon. Take it to the face. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a lot of things that perform. That have performed in the past that are again are performing again. Um, your skunk tanks, Toxicroaks, um, your Toxicroaks Celios. Toxicroaks are the one that's a spicy pick. Um, Meditite, if you want to run something. Meditite's not banned. Metacham is banned, but Meditite is not. Um, Roselia is one that I'm interested in using at some point. Roselia, Roselia or Roserade, Roserade, one of the two. Um those are available. Um, wish cash. If, if you don't have a wish cash now, is a great time to get a wish uh, to bring up a wish cash. Wishy washy um, wish cash because it performs really well. Uh, Claydol as well uh, performs Claydol's really good. Claydol is a unique pick in a generalist because it's good and bad against certain and everything. Uh-huh. Like it's neutral against the dark poisons, but it kind of wins the matchups. Another spice pick for this cup: uh-huh. the Nitos. Mm, those are viable to a degree. They haven't gotten any move changes. They got the rework with Earth Power. Yeah, but it's it's. I wonder if we'll ever. They're see a any. spice pick at best. Yeah, I wonder if we'll ever see any because of all the them. common shared weak. I take that back. Maybe they're not the best because it's like literally. What are you weak to? Water, grass, ground, psychic, ice. Literally most of the meta. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Spice, spice pick, pick for sure. <laughs> um. Especially you got that legacy Nito with Fury Cutter. Uh, if. Um, do, do, do Kingdra's back to a degree, but there's enough other water, better performing and more diverse water for this meta. Slowpoke. I think that was the other one. Uh, as far as like Jim Corn's spice? I don't think so. I think it was something else. I feel like it was like Grimer or um, Alolan was stuff. It Might have been. Might have been Ammonite. Um, Water rock. Uh, I'm trying to see what other big um, return people again. Uh, Lantern. Um, Lantern. Zatu. Zatu was never. Oh, uh, Haunch Murkrow. Murkrow. I can get one at rank uh, 
three, I think it is at fifteen hundred. Let's look back at dark. Uh, Honcho coming in at level or at rank number thirty nine. Uh, Murkrow coming in at eighty four. So Honchcrow, uh, Snarl, which is big. Uh, Sky Attack, Dark Pulse. It also has Psychic, and it also has Brave... Uh, well, don't use Brave Root. But it also has Psychic, which I didn't realize it had. So that's kind of big. As a potential flyer, that's an interesting but move. What would pool. you be using Psychic for? Uh, for fighting? Debuff? You have flying. Yeah, you're neutral already. But but you could be using it because if you're running Snarl over Peck, um, <laughs> Psychic Peck. is yeah you're you're running Psychic <laughs> as your anti-fighting. Although if you're unless you're running if you're running Dark Pulse Psychic, I don't know. Um, I would probably do Sky Attack. Sky Attack Dark well, you've Pulse. We've seen it work um, with Snarl as your fast move, which which should help you get it off pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, Honchkrow again being a third tier, it has to be a lower level. It's got a lot less bulk second but a f- tier is it second yeah Murkrow Hunch. oh that's true that is you're right um yeah as a flyer let me look at let me look at the flying type too I'm well, Terry is probably going to be your number one followed by Noctel followed by Charizard Altaria, Noctel, Charizard, Togekiss Golbat Togekiss Hunch there's Crow. one we haven't talked about and then Gyarados Pidgeot Yanma, Monta- Ooh, Staraptor coming in at number 77. I really wanted to use it. It just isn't there. Um, Togekiss. Have fun with that one. Yep, that's one of those ones you have to have. Um, Lower than level 15. Which means you have to have it from... Um, wild Spawn Togetics. Wild Spawn at Ghost... Uh, the well, it spawned in the wild. It still does spawn in the wild. Does it? Yeah. That from it's, what people have told me that it's that is not the case. Stupidly rare. Okay. Probably like, rarer than Gibble Garchomp. Rare. Okay. Um Yeah, I don't I uh, people are gonna have it. It's gonna be a nightmare. It's a flying Like I said, you should totally check Coach's account. I bet you could find one. Oh yeah. I sh- uh no, I don't think so. I wouldn't I be I would it. be surprised if he doesn't. Doesn't have a Togepi that's a toge a togetic. I don't think so. Most people didn't know it could evolve. May uh, yeah, but I don't think he'll have one low enough, just because of how dumb rare it is, and the spawns in this area just aren't like super fantastic. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Um, uh, Togetic definitely one to look out for. It's flying fairy. Uh-huh. It'll beat. It'll straight out beat Altaria. Yeah. It'll sit oh, there and sure. go, "Look at me and my cute, silly face. I'm gonna smack you with my wing, and you'll die." Charm, ancient power, flamethrowers. It's re- uh, recommended. <laughs> Uh, at rank 30. Um, it still gets beat by poisons. ice. It gets beat by poisons. It get beat, gets beat by ice. It gets beat by electric. electric. Um, so Some more common meta picks, but at the uh, same time, it's still a great option for a flyer. If you have it. Yeah. Um, good luck trying to find one, too. Um, it's probably going to be harder to find than Dugong. Legacy Dugong. So. Um, oh, that's right. It has a hidden power as it's fast move well you could get incredibly lucky uh, with uh hidden power grass or something hidden although fairy. although re- <laughs> you didn't have that <laughs> no that's not on this list no no grass electric fighting ground rock fire dark bug ice psychic steel water dragon flying ghost poison huh fairy's not on this list weird that is weird i wonder if it's like no that's 18 moves i feel like you can have more fast moves 
Huh. <laughs> I'll have to look into that. I wonder if hidden power fairy just doesn't exist. Um, it is. It's called charm. It's called charm. Because <laughs> um, charm just hits harder and is better. Yeah. Um, maybe it's a negative usage percent, so it's just not on this list. Probably. <laughs> um, um, hidden power flying. <sighs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, charm, uh, angel power, uh, aerial ace flamethrower, uh, and then don't use dice. Dazzling gleam. Uh, Golbat, that's going to help out um, uh, against Togekiss, mm-hmm. um, but is also, again, weaker, um, but a bit more spammy. And then Honchkrow coming down uh, Honchkrow coming down below Golbat, but above Gyarados in the flying ranking. So, But you're not um, using Gyarados as a flyer. <laughs> yeah. Um, I still feel like it, the fusion meta is just broad enough that I feel like it's... I, I get an odd feeling with fusion that it's um as broad as something like rainbow and other metas. <laughs> diet, diet Great League. <laughs> it's yeah, where it's a diet great league. But I'm also incredibly worried that with the 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 pop core meta, I'm incredibly worried that it's gonna turn out like a ferocious where it's literally these eight Pokemon uh these seven to eight Pokemon that are, are viable only. Um, because of just the outright performance of them, um, it's nowhere near as limited as Ferocious, which I, you know, we greatly appreciate. Um, um, it's not specifically whitelisted like Ferocious was, and I don't know if we'll ever see a meta that is whitelisted like Ferocious was. Um, I mean, take Open Great League when it first came out during last summer. We saw the same six things over and over, even in the Invitational. Yeah, yeah, but I think we did see still see some of the spicy picks like Relicanth and all that stuff. So, um, I'm nervous for Fusion, but uh, I'm also excited because of the the I'm excited for the via the viability of Pokemon that, um, and the the creativeness of different teams. But I'm also a little bit frightened at just how hardcore there are as far as, um, some of the 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 meta teams. So, um. But again, I, it's super early, January. So, if you're listening to this, we're in January. If, uh, if you're listening to this podcast form, all that fun time skipping stuff. Just so. do your research. Pick a team that fits for you. Don't try to have the most coverage available. Obviously, uh-huh. don't overpick water because water's great. Yeah. but don't overpick water. Yep. Um, I think it's going to come down to just picking what you're comfortable with. Don't spend exuberant amounts of Stardust. Kind of go with things you've been using in the past. And if this is maybe one of your first cups, because I know a lot of communities making this a budget cup, they're trying to get people to come into PvP with this. I think it's a great option. Incentivize the starters. Yeah. Because they're overall good performers. Yeah. And most people should have them from the most recent community day. Or I know a few people that have evolved extra that you could possibly trade with. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I think... um it's it's a great uh, this is a great meta for overall low budget, but it's also a great meta to get into PvP because I think uh, the top performers are Pokemon that have performed before and will perform well again. So I think that if you're you know you want to invest in a meta to begin with, this is a good one because Altaria is not going to go away, Lantern's not going to go away, Wishcash is not going to go away, the starters, no. Um, and hopefully you got some good Great League starters 
if you are interested in PvP. Hopefully you got some great league starters for um, uh, during the December Community Day and stuff. So um, hopefully overall, um, you know. And you, even then, like Blackshin was saying earlier about like with Charizard now having Overheat uh -huh. or Blaziken or uh, Infernape, you don't have to have the Blast Burn. Flosion is Monotype. That's right. That's this. For this cup, yeah. Ow. Um, yeah, so I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of option team comp wise and low budget wise too. So um, it's appreciated on the Stardust cost because I think as far as the my team comps for this meta, I think I can get away without powering up. Realistically, like one or two. yeah, one or two. If I wanted to reuse things, if I wanted to get better things, I could power up maybe three or four maybe which but probably even then. even then again we're only powering up to 1500 yeah and outside a certain set some of those aren't going to need more than four or five power-ups most likely yeah um so yeah i i mean uh, and uh gosh darn it it's not burping should not be contagious um um hey how's arrow. it going arrow how, you're joining us from the new year. How or no? Wait, are you East Coast or are you uh, Central Time? Um, we're we're just about to wrap up the pod podcast, but we're gonna be continuing the stream live stream into um, the new year. Uh, according to PST, um, <laughs> well, according to PST, um, um, where was I going with this? Um, it's a great cup. It's a great cup. It's a great budget cup. It I do fear a little bit for potentially um uh crazy team comps that you're not completely prepared for. No, the thing that makes me nervous is just that the, you know, six or seven pokemon that performed just performed either slightly better or the best enough, overall. The best overall and that everyone's going to use that kind of like ferocious. I don't think we're going to get that, but now that we've been through ferocious I think in particular metas, I'm just always going to have that feeling. Um, and that's not a great feeling to have. Of just to be worried of like, by the end of this meta, it's going to be the same thing. It's either so. going to be everyone using the same thing or people just using uncanny comps that you're not prepared for. Yeah, it could be something like Timeless where, you know, I, I you need to be up to date and update your teams because other people are going to be using wacky stuff. And who knows, maybe in the middle of... Uh, in the middle of fusion, we could get another a move update because those have Stop been happening. It. Those have been happening more frequently. I, it wouldn't I'm surprise not prepared me. Prepared for this. It wouldn't surprise me if either this month or next month, either January or February, with more information January with Go Community Battle League. Day. By the way, move change. Yeah, with either with either January or February, more information with Go Battle League. We don't see some more either uh, new moves released um, or. Um, legacy moves coming back or moves added to different pokemon or both or literally everything we'll figure it out um arrows coming in from the new year geez time traveling how's, how's the future yeah how's 2020 <laughs> um all right i think that about does it for the podcast thank you everyone for joining us um if you're joining us on twitch we're going to keep, keep going um, if you're joining us on the podcast, you can join us on Twitch at a later time for either other live streams or uh, future recording for Flying Cars. Whoa! Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
You can uh, follow twitch.tv slash battle science where you can follow us. Or now, because we have Twitch affiliate, you can subscribe to us for a low price of I have no idea how much. Um, if you would like to send us some money. <laughs> what a sales um, pitch. Yeah. Um, um, so you can follow us on Twitch for other live streams, uh, tournaments, uh, or more episodes of uh, the Battle Science Podcast. Um, if you're listening to this on podcasts, it's podcast services around the globe. So you're looking at uh, Podbean or battlescience.podbean.com is the core or you can check it out on uh, your Google Plays, your Apple iTunes stores, or podcast, whatever they call it at this point. Uh, your Spotify's, your I don't know what else. Google Play. I already said Google Play. Oh, this is not the first time I've said Google Play, and then you've been like Google Play, and I've been like, yes, Google Play. Uh, that's Jesse. what I used to listen to it on. It's Google Play, my dude. Um. Uh, it's on Google Play, Google Play, Google Play, maybe <laughs> iTunes and Google Play, and Podbean, um, and what? Podbean and Podbean. Um, uh, basically any place in theory, any place that does podcasts, yeah, it's more or less on because once it's out on, I think the two major of or three major of Spotify, um, Apple. once it's on Spotify. Uh, Apple's platform and Google's platform most of the other podcast services will actually just aggregate and grab that info off of those websites yeah. they'll just grab the RSS feed link and then just putting it all um, we call it Spotify in the future <laughs> um, let's see if you want to join the discord there is discord link I believe in Down below. Uh, yes in your podcast descriptions and uh, here on twitch um if you want to join what else is there they want to contact us at twitter uh on twitter uh at battle underscore science um our dms are open but please keep it appropriate um if you would like to slide into the d those dms um as the kids might say these days or maybe yesterday's i don't know i don't i'm not quite as hip with the cool kids these fun stuff i'm making a butt of myself um the pun hit so hard that i'm already jesse, in the next year jesse.exe has stopped working 404 does not exist <laughs> um uh let's see uh twitter discord podcast uh twitch um i'm still working on the youtube channel to put up previous live streams and stuff so if you're interested in uh watching the battle science podcast episodes but the twitch streams they will be backed up on the youtubes and then also like our extra life stream and a couple of other tournament streams and all that stuff still working on all that stuff there's a lot of uh each video that gets uploaded has to have its own title and its own description and that's a lot of work for steven to do so <laughs> <laughs> um uh I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we're missing and i don't think we are um thank you to everyone who's listening thank you to everyone who's listening thank you everyone for a wonderful 2019 2020 uh is shaping up to be absolutely bonkers um i personally have a ton of hopes and dreams for battle science i think we've talked about it in previous content but again um i want to work with some other people i want to bring in some other people for you know interviews or uh, additional content i want to work with some other content creators too because i don't i don't i don't want to seem like those people that like wall themselves off and stuff so i want to work with a couple other people um you know uh, cross the streams cross promote all that fun stuff we are a community we're not 
you know, just holing up in my basement, you know, doing this to do stuff. Um, uh, and then a couple of other cool, amazing things that are in works in the works as of right now, um, that are like absolutely bonkers that I don't think we can PVP on Twitch. (laughs) Yeah. It's been crazy. If you, if you were, uh, watching the, the poll that Kang tweeted, King, I always want to pronounce it Kang and it's not Kang, it's King. Um, King, King, that King put up on Twitter, like Uh. literally last night. If you're watching on Twitch, yeah, that was a wild ride. Um, so, um, yeah, big tournament question mark maybe happening. So I don't know. We're it's along for the ride on that one. Um, Stay so, tuned. Yeah, bunches of stuff. Uh, I'm hoping 2020. Also, hopefully, uh, we can get out to some of the different communities. I'd love to. Um, down in LA would be cool. I'd love to hit East Coast because we got a bunch of uh bunch of our active communities out on the East Coast. Um, Arrow, um, I believe Kyle and Dead, um, a good portion. Stogo, I believe, is on the East Coast, or is it Sorkex? One we of them is them one chat. of them is in Ohio. The other one is in Sweden. I'd, One's very different. Those two other. places are completely different. <laughs> um, it's not like a state over. That's like across the pond yeah. there, bud. Um, I don't think we'll be. I. I mean, there's a chance we could be making it to Europe in in 2020. I don't think it'll happen, but there's a small chance. Hey, Worlds is in is in London. I've never been to the UK. That would be wild. Um. Uh, yeah, all of that fun stuff. I'm like uh, uber rambling now. Um, yeah, go follow us if you are interested. Continue listening. The listening is greatly appreciated. If you want to check out our Twitch, uh, subscribe, uh, give us bits. We're still new to this whole like Twitch affiliate thing and asking for money, even though we we don't necessarily feel comfortable with asking for money. I don't feel super comfortable asking for money, like merch maybe at some point, but that's not really. I don't know. Let's make that inflatable Deoxys pool toy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the big the big noodle big pool noodle bring it to pvp deoxys speed form now i kind of want to like just get some stuff off of deoxys amazon and make onesie. a deoxys one that be oh so it's like the big poofy jackets but it's deoxys defense form as a poofy jacket yeah i wonder if north face and pokemon would do something together to make big poofy De- deoxys Patent. defense form um now All we're right, just going off kids. we're going to hold the rest of this fun uber conversation for the the twitch stream so if the you're interested if you're listening to the podcast and are interested in some wacky ramblings from us go visit the twitch channel the the um after hours the video and stuff might still be up on demand but at some point it's going to go away so maybe <laughs> maybe join the the twitch chat in twitch.tv slash or no yeah twitch.tv slash battle science so yeah um all right uh uh thank you everyone for uh joining us uh we'll see you like next year yeah like promptly in the new year um with more fusion and then at whatever point in time uh february's cup maybe it'll be like valentine's day themed only fairy uh no i don't same four (laughs) i don't want that yeah all righty the lover's cup we'll see you out on the battlefield